This is David Yuri, Schizo Head from 31, and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, everybody, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. And uh, Kevin, dude, miss, missed you for a couple of weeks, man. What's up? Nah, nothing, man. Just work here and there. Uh, if you guys listening to the last, was it Stream Fiends, Brian, when I was talking about what I, what I did? Uh, I think it, yep, Stream Fiends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after a year and a half, I got on an airplane, flew to Vegas for uh, Days of the Dead horror convention. Oh, and, uh, how'd that go? Very timely. It was good, man. Uh, it, it was small, not quite as big yeah. as as um, Texas Frightmare. Well, I guess if you put both of the rooms, the both of the exhibit halls together, it, it might have been ab- about that big. Um. Hey man, you, crowded? you went to a uh, horror convention. Yeah. Um. It wasn't when we got there, but as as the day went on, it was starting to fill up because they were saying it was sold out. Uh, it wasn't like shoulder to shoulder walking around in there, so I don't know if they like had a limit on how many people they could have in there, but yeah. Because it was a, the big exhibit hall, and then uh, one room for the panels and. Uh, the the two panels that I went into, there was hardly anyone in. No, well, let me take that back. The Dream Warriors one, there was it was pretty full, but with the, when the Halloween one started, there was hardly anyone in there. So, but uh, just to go to a con again, uh, it, it just felt good. I mean, I was a little nervous in the beginning, uh, especially on the plane ride because I have never flown anywhere during all of this. So, but that wasn't too bad. Just wear your mask and get on the plane and. Got to Vegas and um, apparently, off in, mask. Uh, <laughs> I, apparently in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, the pandemic is over because <laughs> nobody had masks. I saw oh, you yeah. post that, man. Well, it was it wasn't like that when we, we were there only like three weeks ago, Nez, and we had to wear a mask in our own cabana at the swimming pool. Oh, so, man. dude, they they changed overnight. Then they had yeah, the mask, cabana boy. Yes. <laughs> They had the masks, uh, signs everywhere, but <clears throat> Vegas, I guess, do what you want. Right. Um, so, but uh, it was good. I, I was a little nervous. I was like, all right, let me just watch myself for the next few days. And that was over a week ago, last Saturday. And uh, my son and I, he went. This was his first horror convention, and he, he had a blast. He went for it on buying things because he just... 
never sees all this type of stuff uh, at the other cons that we go to, like San Diego and all that. But mm-hmm. he's ready for another one. There is a, another one happening in August, uh, closer to us in Sacramento, the uh, Sinister Creature Con. I've gone to that one a few times, so he he's ready for that. That one is much, much smaller than uh, than Days of the Dead. So, but it's cool. There's a lot of good vendors there. They have a lot of good uh, guests coming. Um, right before the pandemic hit, there was they were supposed to have one, and all mm-hmm. three of the the cast from the Blair Witch Project were supposed to be there. And I was hoping they were going to be at this next one, but it, it doesn't look like it. But I'm like, damn okay. it. So. But uh, there is some there's some guests there that I do want to meet. So what at this one, uh, dude? What what was it like with the guests? Were they all masked or were they like standoffish? Were they doing pictures? Were they like shaking hands with you or how 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 was that? Was it hey, awkward? No, everybody was cool. I mean, they took pictures with everyone. A couple of them uh, wore masks with with the pictures, um, but um. Most of them were just sitting there, just like it was nothing. And <laughs> wow, uh, okay, fuck like, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Let's get that uh, fucking thing off of there, dude. You've already <laughs> had it, and you had a vaccine. What are you worried about? <laughs> well, I haven't had it. You I don't can still it. get it. Yeah, I don't want it. So <laughs> how many people have <laughs> I don't want it twice? <laughs> I've known quite a few people up here, so that had it twice. Yeah, I, somebody up here had it three times. I Holy don't... shit! Damn. The fuck? I, even, <laughs> I wouldn't leave the house if I got it three times. Yeah, but. right. Yeah, that would be a third strike, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, everyone was cool. Nobody was like, ah, wear a mask or anything. I was just kind of mm-hmm. more shocked, if anything. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the guests, uh, they they were cool. They they didn't have no no rules about. All right, stay this far away from me and. No, they were cool. They all were right. putting arm putting arms around uh, all the the fans and everything. So it was good. I mean, there some wore masks, some didn't. Uh, a lot of them just took the mask off when they took pictures. But I seen a couple where they had the masks on. But um, oh, I mean, over overall, I mean, I walking th- around through there and everything. I had mine on the whole time, but then you just kind of forget about it because I was just there to to have fun, and I was asking my son. I said, Did, "Are you okay? Are you cool? With this you're not don't feel weird." He was, "No, I'm good." So, but he had fun. But he it was it was a long day. We ended. We got up like at three in the morning and drove to Reno and got on a flight and we were up like the whole time. So he was wrecked on that uh, the Uber ride back to the airport. And once we got on the plane, he, he was crashed out. out. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, it was Man. good. We had a really good time. We met met a lot of cool people and everything. And I cannot wait to go to another one. So, this one I said figured okay, this one will set the bar uh, if I'm going to continue to go to more. But I had right. such a good time. I'm definitely going to go to um, another one. I wanted to make it down to the one in your area, the um, oh North Houston one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just recently, right? It's coming it... up next month. Okay, um, that's right. The scary, uh, scary dad podcast guys are involved in that. Yeah, I wanted, I was gonna go. My that was my plan, but uh, I don't know if I can go to Texas twice in uh, two weeks in a row because I'm going uh, earlier to to the Rangers game when uh, the, the A's beat down the Rangers. So I want to go to that, and then um, <laughs> we shall see. 
I don't follow the Rangers too much, but <laughs> that's where I grew up, man. <laughs> You're not an Astros fan? Uh, I'm an Astros fan, too. I know more about the Astros than I do about the Rangers at this point. I lived in I, Houston longer than I lived in Dallas. I eventually um, want to get down there to go to a game. <laughs> my bucket my bucket list is to go to as many stadiums as I can. So I eventually want to get oh, to nice. Houston. So I've I've never been to um Ranger Stadium. I've seen it, but I've never been in it. So I I want to go to that. Um how's uh how's the town feeling about the Warriors? I don't <laughs> For me, everyone knows if you guys listen to the show, I can give a fuck about the Warriors, but um good. Can I just say Draymond Green? Don't ever fucking take the last shot in the game to save it in your life. Wow. I'm not a Warriors fan, but good grief. Uh, That guy looked like he looked like he just figured out he was supposed to throw the round thing into the other round thing (laughs) in the game. That sounds like more of a coaching thing, man. How does this bullshit work? And then the halftime or overtime wasn't even over, and and the fans started leaving. And I was like, wow, you guys are really supporting your team that gave you like what four championships? Uh, I I don't know. You're gonna have to talk, talk to Theo. You Brian, you and Theo need to go do a basketball show because I when he talks basketball, goes right over my head. I don't well, even know what he's talking those, about. Those fans ain't Oakland, are they? I don't know. He's he's just a warrior fan. He goes, I don't care where they go. I'm I'm just shut up. Well, where, where's where's the stadium? It's um, it's right on the water. I would say, if not a mile from the where the baseball stadium is, maybe a little bit more. It's it's not very far from where the Giants play. It's like right down the road. They uh-huh. built. They pretty much cleared out all the warehouses and everything down this one street because it was just like you didn't want to go down that street at all, day or night. But then since all the tech people are taking over and they're just buying up all this land, there's a lot of little bars. And now they're turning that where they built that uh, arena. It's like a little it looks I've never been over there. I've driven by kind of looks like a little mall. And then there's the. The, the arena where, where the Warriors play, and I guess they had a few concerts before the world shut down, but right, not sure when exactly they're gonna start letting concerts and all that happen. I know they're if they haven't already, I know they said they were gonna start letting fans go to the games, so I, I, I don't keep up with the Warriors, so I don't know, but um, go Rockets next year, yeah, it, it's a nice, <laughs> it looks nice from the outside. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, it looks nice happen, from man. outside, but I, I I don't know. I'm just waiting for wrestling no, to be there. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Vince will jump on it and have some kind of pay-per-view there. And oh, when yeah. that happens, I'll be there. So, so they're, they're going on tour. 25-city uh, tour starting in July. San Francisco on one of them? I don't know. I know they're bringing back uh, fucking what's-his-name. Old uh, movie star. John Cena. Uh-oh. He's, bring, he's bringing his hair with him. How do you know uh, you can't see him? Uh, I see that yeah, hair. <laughs> yeah, he he was in all... Uh, how many Fast and Furious movies is there? Nine? I'll see myself out. Uh, uh, that is sounds it nine? Right. Yeah, sounds see, right. he, was in, he was in all nine of them. You just couldn't see him. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. It's all about family. He's always been around. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> 
right. But over other than that, Days of the Dead Horror Con, if it, it, it's a traveling one, I think it goes to Indianapolis and Chicago, and I think Texas, but I don't know where. Right. Um, either Houston or Dallas, one of them. But if you guys haven't been, definitely go. It was a good time, and I can't wait to go to next year's or just a horror con in general. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah it's been a long, long time coming, right? Yep. That's awesome. I'm excited, man. Texas is pretty much open back up, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Nobody's yelling at you for not wearing a mask anymore? Oh, yeah. No, six, yeah, six <laughs> flags uh, mask off today. They say, oh, of course, man. if you're vaccinated. But, of yeah. course, they don't ask you, right? Well, right. But, hey, if you are, don't worry about it. If you're not, yeah. that's your problem. Hey. It's your own, yeah. own personal issue, huh? Me, <laughs> what do you think, Nez, Ryan? Me, me and Nez heard about a place where you can go get a, a vaccination card. Allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. Really? <laughs> Just make sure the well, FBI ain't there. They give you oh, a card yeah. when you get vaccinated? <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh, I got you. Okay, no. well. Me, allegedly. Army of the dead. Allegedly. <laughs> how they roll here in Cali. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to ready to roll on to <laughs> Cool of the Week, Nez? Yeah. Well, that was my cool of the week. Uh, that was it. I, yeah. No, that was, it. was cool of two weeks ago, wasn't it? And it was only last week, man. But I'm, All right. I'm still I'm still flying on that high because I didn't do nothing this week but work. <laughs> oh, here I'll go because mine sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's still a not so cool of the week, right, Brian? Yeah. Depends on what it is. It was uh well I should have followed Brian's advice, but uh I my my wife was watching. I can't even remember what the name of the movie is. That's how fucking boring it was. The Woman in the Window is that it? Oh yeah, god, yeah, I did yeah. watch that. I, I yeah. thought it was okay. Um, I can't remember a fucking thing about it. <laughs> she, she looked out the window, seen a murder. Uh-huh. People said it didn't happen. Right. And where have we, where have we heard happen. this before? Yeah. It was like I, I was scrolling through it because I was like trying to remember details, and I was like, "Did I see this part? I don't think I see. I, maybe I didn't finish this movie." And then I got through it, and I was like, oh, I vaguely remember that. Nah, I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great cast of people that barely were in right. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, Brian, you know, it's a lot like Rear Window, of course, but you, you mentioned another movie that Sigourney Weaver had been in that it was a yeah. lot like. Copycat, because okay. uh, uh, being agoraphobic and not being able to go outside. and. Um. I read I read an article a couple of days ago that um, the uh, I guess whoever made that movie is is suing him for it now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? saying oh. that it's too close. Yeah, well, it's too close so, to a whole shitload of movies. Right, yeah. it's very <laughs> a what little bit song? of this, a little bit of that. Huh? Uh, Netflix. Okay. So yeah, not impressed, but uh, so that's, that's just that's all so I've cool? gotten the chance to watch. I'm I'm waiting to watch okay. what I know you guys are going to talk about. Uh, it's, it's, that's coming up after the show. <laughs> Ryan, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, because I got a couple of new series and, uh, of course, a movie. Uh, the two series I started, I st- uh, one's on Hulu, MODOK, Marvel's what? new animated oh, series. Yeah, I saw a commercial for that. Yes, not for the kids. No. Uh, <laughs> adult lover humor. Uh, I'm digging it so far. It's kind of got that claymation type animation. Okay. Uh, yeah, Modoc. They're trying to make him a sympathetic uh, villain. Trying to take over the world by day and getting a divorce and separation from his kids at night. 
<laughs> Why not? People get naked. Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, Doc. Is this on the Disney Channel or what? Hulu. 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 Okay. What the fuck? I'm looking at this. I've never, I mean, I've, I remember this character, but from the comic books, I never heard about this show being out. You, you recommend it then? Yeah, uh, yeah, for right now, I'm only a couple episodes in, so it's definitely got a, a adult humor that it's not bad adult humor as I can see right now. It just might be some adult humor that go might go over kids' heads. Ah, okay. And uh, let's see, uh, watching the new. I'm halfway done with the new season of Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, me too. How do, how does it compare? Um, I think it's a little bit more tighter, a little okay. bit more, you know, because it's a. Uh, I think last season was like eighteen episodes. Uh, this season's eight, so I think they kind of uh, cut out all the. I wouldn't say there was anything bad from the first season, but there was maybe some episodes that weren't really needed, mm-hmm. and I I think they kind of just. Uh, Excuse me. I kind of went with uh, a smaller, smaller uh, season to get the best out of what they could, and great animation. Of course, every episode's like different animation styles, and always appreciate that. And yeah, enjoying that one too. Nice. And, so uh, you, you're you're able to get through them pretty quickly, then. Yeah, you. I think I I, I stopped to, to I had to go do something, but I think if you watched uh, season two straight through, it's probably like maybe forty five minutes. Oh shit, that's that's a chip shot, man. Yeah, maybe an hour, but it's a quick watch. And uh, the only new movie I got in was. Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder's <laughs> Army of the Dead. And I wish I seen this in the theater. <laughs> is it out in the theater? Yeah. That, yeah. It is oh, it? it is. Oh, man. So I was thinking that the whole time I was watching it last night, Brian. It is good, fun, zombie killing action. It is two and a half hours, but I did not mind it because there was mm-hmm. constant action throughout the movie. Good mix of CGI and practical effects. Agreed. A lot, a lot of characters. I, I practically loved almost every character. Even, even the ones that you know, you're a piece of shit. So your outcome's going to be very, very <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> a certain, mm-hmm. certain uh, character <clears throat> from Sons of Anarchy. Right. Yeah. Juice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew that guy's outcome was not going to be good. He but, was an yeah. asshole right when he came on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I loved all the characters. I, I love the story. I'm I'm ready for the prequel movie, and they're also oh, doing the, shit. Okay. Yeah, they're doing a prequel movie and a animated. No, they're doing a spinoff movie and a prequel animated series. Huh. And I believe those are all coming to Netflix. So, yeah, I'm I'm in on the, the awesome. Zack Snyder Army of Dead universe. So and, that's it. Yeah. Oh, rewatch Psycho Gorman. It's on Shudder. Ah, yeah. That's worth still, shouting out, still too. Still fun. Still a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, you, def- you definitely just mentioned two top, two top tens at my end of the year list, dude. Because, uh, yeah, I just watched my favorite movie of the year last night. And that is, of course, the same one, Brian, Army of the Dead. 
Favorite That's of the so, year. Wow. Uh, yeah. So favorite. It's in the lead for me right now. There, there were a couple of, you know, maybe some plot holes and things like that. Like, well, why would they have done it that way? And eh, there's no need to nitpick this movie. Would you guys say it's a non, it's not a nitpicky nitpick worth movie. I, I kind of feel like that's why they're doing the prequel. Ah, to fill in some blanks. I think, yeah, I think there's going to be some fill-ins. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, at least it, in my mind, that's what I want. But you, you know, we've always we often talked about not want not getting what we thought we wanted, and but ne- I think that's what it's going to go to. Nez, what did you post about the uh, about that that opening sequence, man? Oh man, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that that could have been the whole movie right there. No shit, I mean, dude. It, it just boom, boom. It just reminded me of uh, how he hit us with the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, that was, yeah. was yeah, sad. us in the face right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, at, the, at the end. I was... I, I don't like, think oh Nez has God. made it to the end yet. No, no I, I mean the end of the 15 minutes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Gotcha. I was like, oh yeah, I know what. You're, okay, I got. I was you. like, we we just met that person. <laughs> I, know. I thought <laughs> that was phenomenal, be man. Uh, sorry if you hear kids screaming in the background. My grandson's here running up and down the hall. But anyway, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, but that's funny, man. That seemed like it was a, a short movie right there, man. Mm-hmm. It just boom. It's it starts. All the hell breaks loose in Vegas. Right. You meet these characters. Don't get attached to him, and then it was sad. I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, what? <laughs> you had a whole story arc, right? Yeah, I was like, "What? <laughs> What's happening?" So I'm, I, I only watched. Uh, I don't even think half of it. So, but oh, cool. That, that was you enough. Have, you got a treat, man. I, these, yeah. I, I'm, I'm say, I'll tell you that the, I thought the cast was like perfect. Every, everybody put into every part was just the right actor for that part. And they had some really big names in there. And I'll tell you what, uh, Tig Notaro with her little uh, like thing, smart-ass things that she says, the helicopter pilot, I'm starting to really fucking like her. Everything she's in lately, she just makes me laugh. And Garrett Dillahunt, he's also in the um, Fear of the Walking Dead. He's got a major role in that. I don't know if he still does. I haven't watched it in a year, yeah, but he's Tig, damn Tig, good in that. Tig was replacement for, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one comedian. What? That I still can't. I still can't. Fuck. I think I did the same thing when I brought it up. I can't <laughs> ever remember, remember his name. <laughs> the guy that got well, big. Fortunately, nobody gives a shit about Fear of the Walking Dead. So I think. Yeah, he, the, the comedian went viral. <laughs> he went viral for doing like an Eminem impression or something. What? Uh, you got to get more specific than that. Uh, <laughs> but he he had uh, quite a few young underage women speak out about his exploits. So, uh, Zach Snyder was like, let me me call up Tig Uh and see if she wants to be in a movie instead. That's cool. Hey, man. Knowing the the comedian's comedy, I kind of felt like I don't think he would have fit, and it seemed like it was a good choice to go with her. Cool. I think it worked out perfectly. And I'm going to say this was probably my favorite soundtrack of a movie that I've seen in the last five or six years. Oh, I like, know. I'm just, I'm like humming Elvis just from oh, the beginning of the movie. <laughs> dude, every song is like perfect. And there were so many, you know, remakes, like it wasn't the original artist. Um, I'm, I'm assuming MGM, MGM must've made the movie, right, Brian? 
Uh, I would say so. I know, it was a, I know it was a Netflix production. Okay, well, I, I noticed all the casinos that are owned by MGM Properties had the correct name on them, and the other one, they, like, made up names and shit. Oh. Crystalia. There you go. Crystalia. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like him, too. Well, Just really, know, just really the... quick. Do they go more into Patient Zero, or was that it from the beginning? Oh, you get more of him. Okay. All right, that's he's... all. Oh. He shows up gloriously. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. My 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 wife and my brother and sister in law are in there watching it right now. Oh, dude, Son you're missing out. <laughs> Talk to you in two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably still be talking deadly friend. <laughs> All right. That wraps up cool of the week. On to horror headlines. Yeah, I guess so, right? If uh... if we got any this week. Let me see here. Let me see. I feel like it's. I feel like it's summer. We should be getting into like some news, but it just. You would think, but things are just starting to. Yeah. Roll back onto normal. So. Uh, let's start here. Uh, sexy, sexy Natalie <laughs> Emmanuel. You ah. guys might know her from Game of Thrones as uh, Daenerys's right hand, her interpreter. Oh. Yes, so she is going to be in a in a Dracula inspired horror movie titled The Bride. Oh, that works. Oh, is this uh, part of the new? Th- this isn't the Bride, like the Bride of Frankenstein, is it? No, no. The Bride of Dracula. Oh, you said Dracula. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew you were listening, Lance. We All right. Testing. As long as they still had the giant ass hairdo, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think you got to go with that. Yeah, I mean, you have to at this point. It's iconic. <laughs> uh, Terrifier 2 director Damien Leone promises the epic fina- final cut of the film, which uh, he said we're going to get here soon, will be two hours long. So they're upping it up this time. Okay. Two hours. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Two hours of Art the Clown. I'm digging deep here for some uh, news. Uh, Don't Breathe 2 is officially rated R for gruesome and bloody images. Don't Breathe was the one with the blind guy? Yep. Okay. He's still well, blind. Blind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Clarice and Evil. Both second seasons will be moving from CBS to Paramount Plus. Ah, okay. I only watched I the they... first episode of Clarice. Anyone else watch it? I'm um, uh, a couple of episodes in. I, I I dig it. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. For, right. Kept my attention. Yeah, I've just uh, got this. Th- I've just got this thing about network TV. Like, uh, it has to really. I got to hear a lot of good shit about it for me to watch something that's on regular network. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of dug evil. That was a. Was uh, it? Is it still going? Yeah, second season's going to uh, premiere on uh, Paramount Plus. I think that's going to be. I think a lot of stuff's going to be moving from CBS. Makes sense. Maybe, uh, maybe Philip will finally take the plunge, huh? Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't think so. Okay. Oh, hey, they're hey. doing good to still have me with Disney. <laughs> Ah, you gotta have Disney. If you have kids, you have to have Disney. Yeah. 
Let's see. The second season of Netflix's zombie show Black Summer will premiere June 17th. Ooh, yes, okay. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I, I, I need to watch that, that. I need to rewatch that first season. That was like, what, three years ago? Was that like a web series? It came out, and then they were trying to say it was connected to that Z Nation, but everybody that. was like, this is like two totally different tones. And mm-hmm. then I guess with the success of the show, they were like, no, it's its own thing. Cause black summer. I mean, Z nation was just like goofy. I mean, yeah. I, I loved, I loved it, but it was black summer. Didn't seem goofy at all, but I don't know. Oh, is there any more news? Am I just rehashing? Here's some, here's something. Oh, a movie, a movie called poor things. Mark Ruffalo, yeah, Mark Ruffalo to star with Emma Stone in a horror romance. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. <laughs> All got right. A, got a good cast. Emma uh, Stone. Is that uh, with the eyes far apart? Yeah. Her. <laughs> uh, your, your girl. Oh, yeah. You got a thing with Emma Stone now, too? <laughs> Count me out. <laughs> the film uh, will be directed a- by your ghost. This is going to be super fucking weird. It says the film. the The film will be a Victorian tale of love, discovery, and what? scientific daring. Poor things tells the incredible <laughs> story of Belle Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by uh, an eccentric <laughs> but brilliant scientist. Huh. Okay. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about that kind of movie later. Is it gonna be, <laughs> is it gonna be Smart Hulk? Like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Uh, here, I got something for you guys. Uh, a yep. movie we reviewed, uh, I think, uh, last year. Uh, the Hunger. Tony Scott's the vampire classic, The Hunger. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Warner Brothers is developing a remake for it. And when I posted this uh, on social media, uh-huh. I got a lot of people saying, why? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> question. Just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know that it was big enough to be able to make a remake of. And two, stop fucking remaking movies, man. Come on. <laughs> we got enough shit to watch without remaking shit that didn't need to get remade in the first <laughs> Oh, man. So who's going to play David Bowie's part? Dane DeHaan. Dane Perfect casting. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, good <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Henry Cavill is in talks to star in the Highlander reboot from John Wick from the John Wick director. Uh, just, just give me another Superman. Yeah, I know. I said stop remaking stuff, but that kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, I can see Henry Cavill in Highlander. That sounds pretty cool. I'd watch that. Or you think? Yeah, uh, you think Chris Lambert is too old? Maybe he'll be in it too. Is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in a while, has he? Somewhere he's shedding a tear. Well, sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's Raven. <laughs> yeah, it is Raven. I forgot about that. Uh, I think that is it. All right. Yeah, well, going to be talking about stuff we didn't talk about a million times. I guess it's uh, on to the trailer park then. Naz, you ready? Yep, let's go. All right, let's for a get the piece of paradise <laughs> way out, way out <laughs> in the woods. Shh, shh, careful! <laughs> I don't even know if we can use the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
So, Brian, what you got for us, man? First one is Let Us In. A rash of teenagers go missing in the small town, and one ostracized 12-year-old and her best friend step step in to figure out what's going on. This stars Tobin Bell. Ah, Jigsaw himself. Yeah, Lawrence DeMille, Sadie Stanley, Sienna Aduong. This is where the names get fucked up. Mackenzie Ziegler, Mackenzie Ross. Oh, there's two Mackenzies in the movie. Directed Uh, by Craig Moss and written by Craig Moss and Joe Colorado. What did you guys think of Let Us In? I'm all in. You You all in? Yep, I like it. What I saw looked cool. At first, I thought it was going to be like a little kid type of thing, but then right, right, it got a little dark at the end of that trailer. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I'm yeah. here. I want to see them get their comeuppance because you shouldn't be summoning spirits. So I'm in. <laughs> uh, what are spirits know, or aliens? Uh, yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. Philip's always going to see aliens, no matter what genre of horror Hell, movie. Oh yeah, maybe spirits and aliens live in the same area. I don't know. Maybe it's the same. same- they may have the same area code, huh? Yeah, same planet, off the same dimension, same planet. Did you see Ghost of Mars? <laughs> oh God. well, we'll we'll get into a little bit with the. With the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. This looks a little too young, young adult for me, man. Uh, it's like you giving us are we, this is YA week, Brian, or what with the trailers? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But That's the other cool. one is. The next one we're going to talk about is highly, highly anticipated by a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I wish I wish my grandkids would fucking read. All they do is watch uh, YouTube videos all the time and stuff. That's the generation. Yeah. Love to oh. see kids. We're going to forget how to yeah. read before too long. Yeah, oh, no was, kidding. We're headed that way. I was watching this uh, interview with Chris Rock, and he was talking about how kid. When when it comes to the bike or the the tablet, mm-hmm. kids kids go with the bike. That's good. Yeah, I have to like. I mean, no, 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 no. Side. I said that wrong. They want they go with the tablet. They don't. Yeah, go with I was the about bike. to say. I, <laughs> yeah, of course. Not yeah. me when I was a kid, man. Well, I mean, you know, there was no tablets, but I was out in the fucking <laughs> cruising down to the woods with my buddies. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's different though, right? Yeah. Although we. We did play a lot of Atari, I have to say that. Well, see, that's the thing. I played a lot of video games, mm-hmm. but I've also played a lot of sports. Right? Yeah. I also did a lot of shit outside because I have the scars and stuff like that to prove it. So. Well, yeah, know. just exploring the world. It was different, though. Like, it's it seems, especially now that I have kids, it seems weird to just let them go outside and play by themselves. And wander around and not know where the fuck they are. Yeah. Like, dude, my mom didn't have a clue where the fuck I was when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. same here. No cell phones or no cell phones or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was as long as we were on the porch before the streetlights came on. That was our yeah. rule. She didn't right. care yeah. where Life we were. <laughs> <laughs> but well, hey, they already don't know how to write cursive anymore. Reading. 
Could be another 50 years away. We'll see. The evolution. And everything we just said has nothing to do with the movie, nope. but it does come out July 2nd. Okay. On to the next and final trailer. It is going to be a three-week, I guess, epic movie release schedule for fans of R.L. Stein's Fair Street, because you get a movie every three weeks. It is a trilogy of movies called Fear Street. I believe the first one is Part 1, 1994, Part 2, 1978, and Part 3, 19, or 1666. This I like star, the idea. Let's see. I'm not going to go through the cast list because I think the cast list is, for, is different for every movie, but it is directed by... Lee Janik, who, let's see what he did. Name sounds familiar. Is this something new, or is it like a book series? It's based off R.L. Stein's book series. See, I didn't know that. I didn't either. But I had that uh, feeling. Yeah, I guess it he does. He or she directed, uh, Lance, she directed that movie uh, Honeymoon. Oh, that's a great movie. And oh, she's man. worked on the Outcast TV show and the Scream TV show. So she she's in she's okay. dipped her toes in, in genre movies and shows, so I know man, nothing honey, about the book. So honey, honeymoon went super dark, man. <laughs> it's super dark. So wonder wonder how they're gonna treat this. Which season of Scream? Kind of exciting. Uh I don't know. Couldn't have been that fucking last one. Oh, that was garbage. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Synopsis. A murder mystery shakes up the town of Shadyside, Ohio. This features the adaptation of R.L. Stein's book series. Again. Shadyside, Ohio. Isn't that where our friend uh, Darren lives? I think think he's in Shadyside. Darren, let us know. (laughs) Let us know, man. Uh, let's see, the second installment of Fear Street Trilogy in which campers and counselors from Sunnyvale face off against those from Shadyville. Huh. And the third movie, the synopsis goes... Uh, way to go, RMDB. The third installment of Fear Street tr- Trilogy. That's the, that's the synopsis. <laughs> they're, they're, probably, they're probably keeping it under wraps, man. <laughs> That's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> hey, it's not untrue. But I, I like the whole uh, the whole idea of not having to wait for these trilogy of movies. Yes. Right. Just, you'll get one like, uh, however Netflix releases them on Friday, like three weeks in a row. So I'm in. And the, the one person I do recognize from the cast is uh, Maya Hawk from uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I like her. I think she needs to play uh, her mom's daughter in Kill Bill 3, because that which, would make a lot of sense. Which one is she in Stranger Things? Robin. Is she the one that, that worked in the ice, the ice cream place with Steve? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think it looks like a really cool idea if they do it right, and they pull mm-hmm. it off. I mean, this could change the way that some of these trilogy movies are made, you know? Uh, and I... I, I I'm totally on board with that. Um, hopefully it doesn't suck. I didn't realize the uh, 
R.L. Stein part of it until you said something. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I'm looking at the poster. Might not be aimed at me. <laughs> On the poster, we got a bloody butcher knife, a pitchfork, and an axe. So hmm. I hope they get used or not just used in the poster. Uh, let's see. Part one, July 2nd. Part 2, July 9th, and Part 3, July 16th, exclusively on Netflix. I like it. Hopefully it works. And maybe after we watch it, we will have a better understanding, because I felt like we didn't know what we were talking about for this trailer review. No, not at all. I'm hoping they have something to do with each other. Although, if it's a book series, I would assume so, but I don't know. If it's some anthology bullshit, that's dumb. I agree. <laughs> All right. That's it. All right. Really on, quick. Yeah. Hold on really quick. <clears throat> this one's going to be fast. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all right, of all ages, go. welcome to a quick little episode of The Wrestling Returns. For the love of mankind. Yep. Velveteen Dream released by WWE. Brian, what do you think? Uh, stop sending dick pics to underage girls and you won't get released <laughs> oh ouch. um well allegedly allegedly no let me uh that's let me, that could be documented th- this is what i'm reading um as part of the speaking now movement last april that shone a light on sexual abuse and misconduct in the pro wrestling industry he was accused of sending pictures to underage boys oh. more allegations arose in june when that either when he denied all allegations, saying a private photo of mine was shared without my consent or knowledge, and I am working on a third party to look into this matter. He is also, yeah, something else. But yeah, he's like the fourth person on this podcast that we've talked about with sexual <laughs> misconduct with minors today. Tonight? Yes. <laughs> what in the fuck? Yeah. Not, he a just banner, got re- not a banner episode, guys. <laughs> he just got released the uh, the other day. Uh, him and some oh. other. I don't know who. I don't know who the other ones were. Oh, uh, they did another. I'm doing my air quotes. Listeners can't see me. Um, budgetary cuts, even though last year was one of their more, more, most profitable years. They WWE likes to sign up talent so other companies can't sign them, and they have them sit around and do nothing. And waste the good years of their career. Then they release them, but not outright release them because there's always a no competition clause. So when they go home, they have to sit there and wait even more before they can even talk to any other companies. So, but this Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream, anything criminal, sexual allegations, they usually cut ties. I liked him too, but. After all this happened, man, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I mean, you can, yeah, yeah, you can go, you can go to jail for all I yeah. care. But don't no with the the little girls and little boys or whichever one it was. No, yeah, I, mean, I first heard it was if, girls, if, and <laughs> if he didn't do it, then okay. But it it's looking like WWE's not going to uh, back him up to the fullest. So I don't know if they're just not confident in the case or maybe they discovered something. So yeesh. 
Brown. Yeah, I mean, I, he's, I, I know he's they done. did their they they did their own investigation. So I don't know if they maybe they don't think he has a strong enough case, and they're like, well, we can't have this image with our company. So why, uh, man? Why? What the fuck? I don't people understand. are people are sick. Crazy world. Yep. Especially like if you're fucking famous and shit. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no shit, I, man. I, I, I have a theory that some, some people aren't just, they're not well, made they're... to be famous. Yeah. They can't, they can't handle, they it's can't handle, person. like, if, if when you see somebody, they start screaming and crying just because they see you. That, you know, that's not a normal thing to have that kind of attention. And I just think certain people can't handle it and they get fucking weird or their weirdness they already have, they try to, you know, go go with it. And I'm I'm really glad that if some of these people are doing the things that they're doing, I, I I'm really happy that they're getting caught and called yeah, out. Yeah, and thrown thrown the fuck out of there, right? Yeah. yeah, like you fuck up and say the wrong thing to a 17 year old. I get it, but but then then. <laughs> then the the other side of it, if he is completely exonerated and cleared of everything, the this is gonna is this, this is gonna follow him around for for the rest of his career. Yeah, it's a big accusation. So, yeah, the show's That's going all. Down. on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> on with the show. <laughs> Listener feedback. So a child molester today. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not a laughing matter, boys and girls. We're oh, man. We're going to have to talk about a deadler and deadly. <laughs> no, we'll get there. Oh, boy. It's just a movie, everyone. Uh, hey, if you can't laugh at life, what can you laugh at? This week, the podcast spotlight shines on the super podcast. Welcome hey. back. To another right. audio commentary of Fred Durst masterpiece. Oh God! Yeah, oh, fantastic. Thing, me, man. Give me a break. Ten worst all the way. Film, worst film of last year. Worst Ooh, film. Was it? it was hella good. Yeah. No, yeah. two years ago, right, or whenever yeah. it came out. It beat it beat out Black Christmas for me, Philip. The movie. Oh, the movie's timeless. <laughs> Join your Black, really quick. Speaking of Black Christmas, I, I just watched it again and I, I like it. So why, dude? Get away from it. <laughs> garbage. It poisons your mind. Hot, wet, or hot, wet, or warm garbage. <laughs> Got nothing to do with the Black Christmas story, but I took it for what it was. I liked it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself one of these days because Black Christmas told you you're a terrible man. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, join your host, Super Marcy, and the terrible Australian Bead Germine, along with guest Mike D. Wait. Oh. Beastie Boys? <laughs> I know, right? It's nuts. <laughs> From a splat house in the Screamcast, uh, the Screamcast um, as they join forces from different continents to love and appreciate this film uh, that consumes our lives. The Fanatic was directed by Fred Durst, stars John Travolta as Moose, and Devin Sawa as Hunter Dunbar. You got a pool. <laughs> it makes me laugh when I say the name Hunter Dunbar at this point. It should. It's ridiculous. 
Um, if you have never listened to a commentary, <laughs> here's how it works. You simply need to grab a copy of the film, sync it up with the podcast audio with the film, and we'll tell you when to press start. It's that easy. I'm hearing uh, John Travolta you- say Hunter Dunbar in my head. <laughs> Hunter Dummy Bar. You remember that? <laughs> Mr. Dunbar. Mr. Dummy Bar. <laughs> how can you hate this movie? It's great. Almost. Uh, <laughs> you can listen to it while you watch the film or listen to it on its own. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, watching a movie with your buddies by yep. yourself. So <laughs> works, especially in pandemic times. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks to our buddy, Tim. I had to fucking suffer through the movie recently. So I just, I just listened to, to the super podcast commentary on my, on my way to work. And, just listen for uh, you, you'll know it when it happens, but there'll be a couple of times where Bede tries to say the word cunt, and every time he tries to say cunt, uh, it for what magically uh, you can't hear him. <laughs> it cuts uh, out every time it's all I guess something smells fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a cunt. See you uh, next Tuesday. The <laughs> fanatic commentary coming soon. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Charles Means says, uh, yeah, not too surprised about what? Oh, regarding the news that Netflix already canceled the irregular, the oh. irregulars. Yeah, Charles Means says he's not too surprised. Brian, you watch everything. Did you watch that? What? I am really down on Netflix shows right now. I haven't even watched that new, uh, superhero one, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, I kind of wanted to watch that too. I've heard nothing but bad things. Uh, yeah, but uh, Nez, we're talking about the Irregulars. Have you seen it? It's it's like a it. it's like a young young person's kind of like Sherlock Holmes. It, it sounded interesting, but with Netflix, you just even if it's great, if they don't get those numbers that they want, it's it's one and done. Yeah, well, I'm far from young, so I mean, unless you come out with you know, another Stranger Things, which that's what that's what they want every show to be. That's why they yeah, keep canceling everything. I'm like that's not going to happen though. Yeah, Stranger Things was like a once in I don't want to say once in a lifetime thing, but it was but just one of those a generational show. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. When does that come out again? The next season. Uh, that Finn Wolfhard kids came out and said he doesn't even think it's going to come out this year. Oh, oh wow. They'll all, they'll all be like, they'll all have gray hair by the time it comes out. I think Cobra Kai Season 4 will come out before Stranger Things 4. As well as well it should. That's the hot hand right now. Because they're, they're already done filming. Is it not coming out till next year, or are they going to throw it out this year? Uh, Cobra Kai? Yeah. I hope this year, and I hope we get it this year, and then Stranger Things 4, they do what they did with Cobra Kai Season 3 on uh new year's that's what i'm hoping for Hmm. that's my number one show of the year cobra kai yep yeah it was good it's strong eagle um all (laughs) righty regarding the green knight uh al ramsour says uh looks interesting definitely check it out yeah we did the uh trailer for that one last time it looks Pretty fucking neat. I hope it's good. I think it's a Ma- I think it's a Mandy type of movie, Phil. Yeah. Oh shit! 
watched that recently too. Good one. I need I need to rewatch that. I don't even remember it. Yeah, it's fucking it, weird. It, it, it gets better times. every time. It yeah. does. I confused in that does. one with um, what was the one with the aliens? Billy's Wonderland. No. Oh, uh, color. Color out of space. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That was hella good. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm about to show the wife. Uh, she wanted to watch. Uh, what was it? Uh, Mom and Dad. Oh, that's hella good too. It is. Is he like the new like genre like king right now? I don't. I don't know what he is. He he turned into this. Like, <laughs> he is. He he did like you know a couple of big blockbusters and then just a shit ton of awful fucking movies. And now he's gotten into a space that's so goddamn weird he became an icon again. I don't understand it at all or how it happened. That's a pay cool your thing, taxes, though. boys and girls. Yeah, but it'd be like yeah if Wesley Snipes started doing movies or some shit, and then it was like oh my god everything that Wesley Snipes in is, is in is amazing. <laughs> like, he didn't have fuck? to pay. How did that happen? Wesley didn't have to pay taxes because he filmed his movies in other countries. Ah. Uh, didn't he go to jail for it though? Yeah, he they, did. They, they, they didn't. They didn't believe that story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam always gets his. Ah, uh, fuck! If I'm not here tomorrow, guys, I'm in jail because I didn't pay my taxes right. Um, <laughs> oh, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, but let's see. We got Stephen Loblad. He says, uh, "If you ever guys make, if you guys ever make it to Santa Cruz, me and the wife would gladly meet you down there. Nice. That would be awesome. Yeah, That'd for sure." Bit- we could all we could all go Santa Cruz, Santa yeah. Cruz, Santa Cruz. <laughs> Dude, that place is a dump now. Is it? it? All yeah. of California is. Get Lance it to get Lance to reenact the the muscled up uh, sax player. <laughs> you still believe, huh? Yes. <laughs> it's 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 not the same. I mean, it was it was junky when I was a kid, and it just got worse. <laughs> is it the murder capital for real now? Uh, oh. I don't know. Um, oh, that was okay. It's still cool to hang out. I wouldn't swim in that dirty ass water, but um, it's it is it is what it is. Well, you're making it out to be pretty awesome, so let's check it out. <laughs> it's it's not much. It's just that one stretch of stuff. Couple hey, I've rides. I've never been to Cali. I'd love to go. Uh, same oh. here. I think we need to set a, a Santa Cruz trip, guys. Yeah, Nance, well, I know you could get there. Brian, I'd I know get you there. could get there. Alaska and California are right next to each other, right? On the map? Yeah, just like walk across the street. Go to L.A. <laughs> I mean, L.A. area. I mean, there's more stuff yeah. like that down yeah, there. Yeah, you can but, see a guy saying poppycock. They, I mean. <laughs> through the city of dreams. What, what was that movie with the doppelgangers? Uh, Us. Yeah, that they, they cleaned up Santa Cruz for, to film that, but... um. Then they I put the trash back. Yeah, then they, put it, <laughs> then they moved the, the barriers and let everything. It uh, but I don't know. It, it's not the same anymore. It's. It, I mean, it, right. I'm. I'm. It's cool that it's still there, and I think they opened it back up now. But it's. Yeah, it, it's for the little guys. I mean, they, they'll enjoy it in the the teenagers. But since I, the last time I was there, um, I'm just an old fart now. But 
I mean, we did how the kids are acting now. We did not act like that back then. So it's <laughs> there's a good way. There's Here a big age gap, <laughs> but it's still cool. I actually did a uh, an episode there. Um, I think it was a couple yeah. years ago when we started uh, 31 Days of Horror for East Society. Uh, I walked around and uh, did a Lost Boys episode. Kind of talked about the where what was filmed here, what was filmed there, uh, where the the opening scene was when they were in the carousel. That's still I there. I think I was on that episode. I, I don't remember, Brian. We're on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I walked way over where uh, Max's video store was, and now it's just a little antique shop. But uh, you took your son, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I was on that episode. <laughs> it, it it was what it was, but it was cool to record from there talking about Lost Boys and uh, Lost Boys is a ten for uh, whatever episode you guys did it on. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> it's a classic, man. All right, we got a uh, regarding Catherine Hahn joining Knives Out too. Kate Pollock says yes. <laughs> I love her. Uh, uh, with an A. Kate Hudson joined the cast now. Oh yeah, who? Yeah, Kate Hudson. Kate, really? Okay. Where's she yeah. been? She's been spending her money. Oh boy, she's okay, but I'm I'm really developing a crush on Catherine Hahn lately. I don't know for some reason. The last couple, of, I, maybe I just like the witch costume or something. Oh, but, Agatha. Man, hot. Yeah. I like Tristan's bad moms or whatever that was. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh yeah, get a <laughs> get a few shots in her. Yeah, that's the one I like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> She's funny. Uh, well, knives out. That ought to be awesome. Uh, we got Matt Wood says uh, listening to the Tim Davis Patreon pick. Uh, I guess Lance didn't like Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> that was one hell of a rant. How <laughs> could you tell? That's a ten too. <laughs> oh, come on. Said man. I agree. It's a shit movie, but it's so bad it's fun. Both uh, endings Matt. were good. Matt, I, I have not forgotten you. I uh, just uh, sent the finalized list to or the schedule to Lance, so I will keep, send it to you and get you on the show. Got got to bring a co-host though. Oh yeah, have you you guys heard the new podcast? I haven't heard the new episode, but uh, I, well, I've been listening. You have been listening. That, yeah, okay. I've listened to a couple episodes. They're they're fucking great, man. Yeah. What show is this? Uh, uh, let me see if eternal, I get it. Eternal, eternal darkness of not so That's spotless, spotless minds. minds. <laughs> we yeah. could not get away with saying cunt as much. As <laughs> That's right. Well, again, it's the UK, so it's a different culture. A ah, different what are they going to do? Can't say we don't make any fucking money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Derek uh, B. Because I'm probably getting. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna butcher your name though. Okay. Go for it. Bourgeois, I can't do it. Sure. Bourgeois, Bourget, I don't know. Anyway, Jaws of Revenge is like a fever dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Lance, you don't agree? <laughs> well, it, I'll tell you what, man. It's um, Michael Caine, he knows what's up. <laughs> he said, I've, I've never he's, seen it. He's watched that movie. <laughs> I don't believe. Oh, him. I'm sure he has. He he kind of come. I I like Michael I'm Caine, sure but he, he he comes across. He's watched everything he's in. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt. Oh, that's a uh, Sir Michael Caine. Sorry, I'll put some respect on it, Sir Michael Caine. I believe you had watched Jaws: The Revenge in the house that it paid for. <laughs> it's classic. 
Uh, Matt again says, uh, now we're on the fanatic Lance dude. You need to spark up another spliff way to har- way to harsh on that film. Again, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I like it. Uh, Tim Davis asked, uh, Matt, what would you rate Jaws of Revenge? Uh, he says, I can't give it higher than a six out of 10. Uh, I've only watched it once. I'm sure it'll be a higher score next watch. Don't forget that I'm brutal with my source, so six is a good score. Yeah, dude, six is not a bad score, and I, I'm pretty sure I gave it somewhere around there. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. I think I was higher than that. That is a bad score. It's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, oh, let's, not re- let's not forget I told Tim to go from his heart. And his heart's at a different yep. score, so that's okay. the yeah. one I accept. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see it in the theater? Jaws Revenge? No, no. I was a small child. So. <laughs> I saw it the night it came out. That's how good it is. <laughs> it was a little ridiculous, but it was fun. Hey, that's a lot of a movies. little, little ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Uh, regarding Brian's return to the theater for Spiral, Matt Wood says, hope it goes well, bro. It did. Die. I didn't sit next to anybody. That's awesome. People that were in there, from the most part I, I seen, kept a mask on. Uh, before I went in, I seen that the crew was in there. They were actually, actually cleaning, not making it look like they was like doing stuff, you know. Yeah. Moving their hands around like they're wiping stuff, but nothing's touching anything. No, they were they were actually cleaning and, um, yeah, great experience. Uh, it just, I don't know, it was it was weird just not being in the theater that long and then coming back. It was uh, this is kind of it it added to the movie because oh yeah, the maybe the movie wasn't as good as I made it out to be, but damn, it just felt good to be back in the theater. Yeah, it was it, it was a great experience, and uh, mostly because of that. This is the first one we've seen in the theater since we started, mm-hmm. or since you know the world ended and all. And we uh, had I went the theater I went to they upgraded since it reopened, and they yeah, had yeah mine too cushy recliner leather uh, whatever they are seats. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. So, like, I don't know where you motherfuckers got all the money for this since the movies have been closed down for a year, but. <laughs> I'll yeah. take more money. Yeah, I was about to say they tapped into that concession stand money. <laughs> yeah. Eighteen dollars for a small popcorn. Yeah. Well, now it's going to be twenty-five. I uh, kept them afloat. I always went in there and just bought popcorn. I never went to the movies. I bought those big giant bags that were selling for ten bucks. I don't even know. How yeah, I've I seen a lot of people that were like getting like takeout orders from movie theaters. My theaters were just ghost towns. Movie theater popcorn is the best. Oh, yeah, it is. I... <clears throat> All right. well, what did you guys give that movie? I don't remember. I'm giving it I, a nine. I gave it an eight. Nine. A nine? Yep. I think I gave it like a six and a half. 6.75? Always hard like to tell with Nez, right? I think, yeah. Lance, I think Lance, you were around there, six, six and a half. Yeah. But we all kind of liked it. It was a pretty good movie. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, makes you think of, makes you think about Forrest Gump. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh, Kate Pollock says this will be my first cinema watch too. Uh, booking it next week when I get to see my mate indoors for the first time. So awesome! Nice. 
Uh, Eddie Ramirez, good question, says, uh, seen Wrath of Man yet? That was some good shit. I... Not yet. Want to, but... I know, I want to see it so bad. I might... Uh, school's over, and I got the next week off, so I'm, I might sneak it in this week. Uh, Brian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it tonight if I can find it. Uh, there. We'll see. Is it a good one? We'll see if I'm too fucking old to figure it out how to find it. <laughs> You're never too old. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely excited about that. I'm sure we'll talk about it. It's going to be a cool week at some point. Yeah, it's a... Uh, who directed it, Lance? Uh, I'm not sure, man. Snatch. The English uh, what's guy. The snatch oh, snatch was it? Yeah. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah, Guy Ritchie directed it. I had no idea. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Guy Ritchie, oh, Jason it's gotta Statham, be good. Revenge movie. Oh my god! Well, that that fucking movie that uh, great Guy Ritchie directed last year was amazing. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Oh, the gentleman. Gentleman. Yes, the oh, gentleman. Yeah, the one. gentleman was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Snake Eyes is in that movie. <laughs> Dude, I didn't hate yeah. that King Arthur when he Not did. Snake eyes. I did. I did hate the King Arthur one. Wasn't that the one with the fucking giant snake he was fighting or something like that in the castle? I turned it off when he started shadow boxing because right. you know, <laughs> was, was he wearing white kicks, Brian? He probably was, and he had it, he had it the club It definitely wasn't his best movie, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh hate man, <laughs> he was shadow boxing, Look. getting ready to fight the Mayans. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. Oi. <laughs> All right. Uh, two chicks and horror flick say uh, thank you so much for our for the shares. Yeah. Anytime. Right. Anytime. If I can get anybody, at least a couple listeners, then I'm doing what I set out to do. Absolutely. Uh, Steve, for us. <laughs> Stephen Loblad says, as a garbage man, I will say wet garbage is worse than hot or warm garbage. That makes okay, a lot fair of enough. Sense. Yeah, okay. we we had a, a warm garbage moment on the last one, and I was like, "Is that worse than hot garbage?" I've never heard that term. <laughs> when he said wet garbage, I, my mind went to that scene in in uh, was it Men at Work with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez uh, when they said, "Do we got to do the nasty?" And he was like, "Yeah," and it cuts to the scene of them like sweeping out the all the dumpster juice out of the back of the truck. Uh, I was like, wet garbage has to be the worst. Yeah. Well, I, I well, could speak I could speak on yeah. that for experience really quick. Uh, some of you dads might be able to uh, feel my pain. <clears throat> uh, when my daughter was in uh, elementary school, she uh, was one of the little retainer kids. Uh, I know where you're going. Oh, fuck. She put it on her... She, yeah, she put it on her tray and then just forgot about it and threw it away. So my wife goes, ah, she lost her, her retainer and it cost like a billion dollars. Oh, fuck. I had to go jump in there. And it was nacho oh. cheese chili day or something. And <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Ouch. It was, I threw my shoe, I threw everything I was wearing away. I was so fucking mad. And it did. I went through, I don't know how many bags, and it's always the very last bag you go through. And I found it. Uh, all the teachers that were walking by leaving, he goes, retainer? And I went, yeah. And they go, yeah, you ain't the first one. 
and yeah, that sure that oh fuck that was I, fucking I, miserable <laughs> i have one of those stories and then i have another story my wife had a bottom gold grill that she took out we were at the club drunk and threw it in the trash <laughs> oh and i had oh. to go in the trash and look for it oh you weren't better. you weren't leaving without looking through every piece of trash were you no, it's like hundreds of dollars you just threw in the trash. <laughs> You're a better man than me because I would have said no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'd pay a couple hundred bucks to not go dig through trash. <laughs> I don't uh, know what retainers are. but I don't know, man. That's a couple hundred bucks I, couldn't, I wouldn't want to part with right now. I, I I'd know, probably be digging too, man. Yeah, well, I had a few drinks in me, so. <laughs> that, that numbs you up a little bit. Yeah, uh, a few few drinks feels the anger and then you just get through it <laughs> found it though better have been a good night later yeah, so is that, it was all good uh usually nights after the club are good nights <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> especially with a trash covered grill oh, yeah. <laughs> should have said here put this back in your mouth right now <laughs> take a drink now yep all right so Wet garbage is bad. <laughs> we established that. We win. Fuck. Regarding Psycho Gorman, Michael Richards says, badass movie. I loved it. What is that on? Shudder. All right. Yeah. I still got to watch it, man. I haven't seen it. It's I just hear everyone talking about it. Yeah. Hunky boys. <laughs> uh, regarding Oxygen. Uh, Cameron Sullivan says any kind of phone booth slash buried film tends to be exciting. I agree, but I didn't feel the anxiety, the, the tenseness, you know, I just, it, it didn't make me feel like I, how do I put it? I felt like Like, she was going to get out the situation. No, I felt like she was going to get out the situation. I didn't feel when I see movies like, like buried or phone booth, like phone booth, you know what's gonna happen. He steps out that phone booth, and then buried. Uh, no. Okay. And then <laughs> buried Ryan Reynolds being buried in a box under the ground, and he has a phone that's about to die, and they can't find him. You you feel the dread. You feel the. You yeah. Know, there's a bad outcome coming. I didn't feel that way about oxygen. And then when the twist happened, I was like, oh, I don't even care about you now. I don't Ooh. care even less. <laughs> You're not selling it. It's Aha uh, uh, too that directed it, right? Yeah, it's a beautifully made movie. Was it? Yeah. Eh, I'll it's probably just, end up watching it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So I, I, you, you didn't really say much about the woman in the window, and I watched that, and I, did, I didn't hate that. So. Yeah, I didn't hate there it either. Go. It's just you've seen that kind of movie before. Well, especially if they're being sued for <laughs> for uh, using the same plot of another film, right? I yeah. wouldn't be able to bring up any details. I don't even remember what the fuck happened. I watched it like three days ago. Really? Kept, you watched the kept, whole movie? She kept looking out the window. I think. You didn't yeah. see her looking out the window, Phil? Yeah, I saw that. I and uh, evil Captain America was in it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And new and Captain that, America was in it, matter of fact. And new fire. Captain America was in it, yeah. And that uh, that special needs kid that, uh, well, yeah, let's not give was, away the ending, right? Uh, uh, who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> Paperboy was in it. Oh, Paperboy was, was in it. Dude, he he's in everything lately. What movie is yeah. this? Uh, the Woman, the in, the woman in the Window. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
It's got a ton of really awesome people. It's just as super forgettable. Paperboy and Tig Notaro. I've seen both of them in like six movies in the last week. Yeah, they, I would have to say, they must have great agents. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Regarding Tim's Patreon picks, Kevin Ness says, 10, 10 out of 10. (laughs) F what Lance thinks. Lost boys for life. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was the uh, Fanatic and Jaws of Revenge. (laughs) Yeah. Lost Boys was a good good movie. It's a strong nine, Ness. What? That's like the greatest vampire movie ever made. Well, you gotta, like... Eh, it's, it's up it's there. Tough to, if Lance is throwing a nine at it, that's a good thing. I, that's he, like he if we gave something a fifteen. Yeah, he doesn't toss out you know tens like they're nothing, man. He's got like four tens. <laughs> he has a whole he has a whole bag of tens that he's not yeah. giving out. <laughs> no vampire movie is better than Lost Boys. I got I, I have a lot of favorite vampire You're films, right. but that's nothing not is better. Well, what would you go your second? Because I said Near Dark. Oh, I would probably go Dracula, Prince of Darkness, then Near Dark. Yes, come on, dude, you're 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 missing the obvious one, Dracula 2000. No, oh. <laughs> with the Phantom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the movie that got him the role as the Phantom. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Darren Wilson says, uh, Lance Langford, I don't know if it helps with your issues with the Van Peebles character or not, but, uh, you didn't find him a, or you didn't find him a believable Jamaican, uh, uh, it but I, but I think Jaws 4 takes place in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, you know what? I just I'm heard sure a mic drop. The Jamaican thing, I, I, just, think. I just heard a mic drop over there at the Psycho Semantic podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I believe he's right. Yeah, <clears> he, he is one hundred percent. He is one one thousand percent right. God damn it! <laughs> so yes, you still are right, uh, Lance. That is a bad Jamaican accent. <laughs> it's not a Jamaican accent. Okay. All right, uh, again, I'll, I'll change my score to a point two five. <laughs> Bead your mind says, uh, was it the fanatic? It was the fanatic, wasn't it? I, I, I don't, I don't know. What uh, probably was. the one that, that I gave a zero to. Oh, I got you. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> but I gave it a one. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Alan Easterling says, no, the fanatic is made of poop. See, <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what's up. <laughs> and, uh, Al Ramsor says, uh, Jaws the Revenge was the nest game, right? Uh, I loved it. It was hard. It was hard as my dog shit, though. (laughs) (laughs) Nest game? Oh, like Nintendo game? Is that what you're talking about? Sure. Okay, okay. Sure. All right, why not? Write write again, Al. Send us an email, dude. Explain Uh, it on the show. Here you go. Marcy uh, Marcy gave the Fanatic 100 out of 10. <laughs> That's why we love you, Marcy. <laughs> there you go. She also posted a hilarious reimagining of the Forever Purge poster contain, uh, crediting the true star, the QAnon Shaman. <laughs> you have to check it out on our Facebook group. <laughs> why not? Ay, ay, ay. Uh, okay, guys, if we left you out this week, we really apologize. It's been three weeks since we've done this. Please leave your feedback. We love it. 
and we talk about it and get off on tangents. And <laughs> Best part of the show every week. <laughs> like, what the fuck were y'all talking about? Child molestation. <laughs> hey, um, actually, feedback got us away from that topic. Did you notice? Yeah. <laughs> Until I brought it back. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> Uh, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Our artwork uh, comes from Natsulani. Um, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Uh, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, pick a commentary for a future bonus show, which is why we're doing The Fanatic, it sounds like. Right? Is that happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we're going to be able to avoid it. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, and we have a brand new Patreon patron, some guy named Kevin Niz. Hey, Niz. You're yep. up. It's your show, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, and be sure to get us your picks. Yeah, hey, you should have done I, Nevin, Nevin Gaz or something. I, I was, cannot wait for these picks. I got I them already. <laughs> okay. We're going, we're, we're going a totally different direction. but. Uh, oh, yeah? I got them all. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you have Lance in mind when you made these picks? No. <laughs> ah. Good. <laughs> well, do you want to hear them? Yeah, let's let's hear them. All right, uh, little darlings. That's on. Um, oh wow. Par- Paramount Plus, I think. Okay. What's little darlings. Clueless. <laughs> little darlings. Clueless. I love Clueless. Summer and, camp thing, right? And with, Mean uh, Girls. <laughs> and Mean Girls. That's oh my god. <laughs> Well, I, I missed the second one. Holy shit. Clueless. Clueless? What the fuck? <laughs> Naz? Hey, I don't know man. what Little Darlings is. but You guys haven't seen that? Lance, I know you've seen that. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen, I saw it back in the day, man. So did I. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Uh, you will. You will. Yep. Yep. It's on Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah. Then Nez see. can say, after you watch it, Nez will say, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, and uh, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. Uh, I'm pretty sure we still got some stuff to give away, right, Brian? Uh, Cycle Gorman, Shining Steelbook, and Saw 4K Steelbook is up for grabs. Good stuff, man. That's that's big money. Just go leave a review. You might get a free one. Yeah. Uh, And now... Our featured attractions. It's the Year in Horror 1986 Part 1. Uh, we're going to cover the Poltergeist 2, which I haven't seen in fucking forever. And uh, Deadly Friend, which I didn't know existed. So <laughs> <laughs> Now you do. Yeah, now I do. Uh, we'll start with Poltergeist 2. Uh, the Freeling family have a new house, but their troubles with supernatural forces don't seem to be over. Uh, director Brian Gibson, also known for What's Love Got to Do With It, and the Josephine Baker story. <laughs> Sounds like a departure. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Uh, writers are Mark Victor and Michael Gr- uh, Gr- Grace? Grias? Grice? Sure. I don't know. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the only family member absent from the film is Dana, who, according to the script, is off at university. Uh, but a, a scene explaining her away, her absence was never filmed. Uh, Dominique Dunn was murdered by her boyfriend, John Thomas Sweeney, who later changed his name to John Maura and disappeared shortly after the Poltergeist premiere. God. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, that guy only oh, yeah. got three years or done three years. Really? Oh, man. 
He got sentenced. Okay, this is even this is ridiculous. Okay. He got sentenced, I believe, six or seven years, which is ridiculous on its own. Right. And he he only did six years in jail. <laughs> he strangled her in her driveway and left her there. And he cool. got, I believe, six and a half years and only did three. Uh, what, hold on, I've got. I'm grabbing my notepad. What's his lawyer's name? No. Nope, Case yeah. I ever get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I have to look that one up. All right. <laughs> Jeez. For, that's... for a bag of weed, you go to jail for like twenty. Years. I know, man. We laugh. Like we laugh ours. about this, but that that yeah. fucking sucks. R.I.P. Dominic Dunn. Dominic uh, Dunn. Ultimately, no mention is made of Dana in the final film, um, or of her being in college. It was decided by the filmmakers to retire the character and not recast her out of respect for the deceased actress and her family. Um, The exorcism was performed by Will Sampson, who was a real-life shaman for several different groups before his death in 1987. All right, time out. There's no such thing as a shaman in Native American set a, stuff. Yeah, set us straight, man. I had a lot of questions for you on this, no, movie, dude. man. I know Lots some people. Questions. Some people might. Oh, there. No, uh, no, there isn't. I don't care what anyone says. He he was a medicine man. Right. He says it in the movie. He doesn't even say shaman. Yeah, medicine ex- man. Exactly. That's why. That's a, that's why I've always heard it. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he said it in the movie, but then when you read things on this and they always say that. There's no such thing. I don't care what anybody says, but um, I'm Native American, full blood, everyone, so before someone starts to try to to question me. But that's my opinion again, but nah, man, that is bullshit, dude. Will Sampson, we love you. Rest in peace. Continue. Roger that. Uh, yeah, died 1987. Uh, studio security was instructed to leave the set unlocked and unguarded so Sampson could return in the middle of the night to perform the exorcism. Is it an exorcism? No, mm. he uh-huh. was just doing um, kind of more like a smudging to uh, yeah pr- protect, protect and uh, let the spirits go where they need to go. Okay, that, that's what it was. It wasn't an exorcism or whatever the hell they say all the time. That was but... a, that was very poorly poorly written trivia. Yeah, way to <laughs> yeah, go, IMDb. So... <laughs> yeah, and my white guy. <laughs> well, but hey, I'm a white guy. I would have said medicine man. I'm, except I, did, I read it word for word. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, you just have to go off of the movie. Uh, but I, you he know, even said, "This is my medicine bag." bag. Yeah, he didn't say Although, my shaman bag. Yeah, what gave it away? <laughs> I feel like calling it an exorcism is worse than the shaman thing. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty bad. Exorcism. Yeah, That's like, how bad, much man. juju can we make it sound like? <laughs> right. I think they're just putting it more into um, layman's terms. I mean. Yeah. I think so, <laughs> maybe. That, that, that's Still, the reason it's why. It's kind they... of inexcusable, I think. But... Uh, all right. So, uh, well, Nez, why don't you roll first? Poltergeist 2. What'd you think? I love this movie. It, uh, this one. Might. Um, I love the first one. I mean that that's amazing. I mean, was it directed by Toby Hooper or Steven Spielberg? I don't know. I wasn't <laughs> there, but it's still an awesome movie. Right. Um, I was excited when this came out, and I wasn't sure what to expect. And out of these three, out of the three films, I mean, this one scared me a little bit more, mm-hmm. only because of uh, Reverend King. That guy scares the hell out of me. He's a and creepy speaking, old fuck. Speaking of him, I have him right next to me in figure, little uh, oh, wow. reaction figure form. 
Which he he was he was dying when they were filming this. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. He didn't yeah, get to of, see it. A lot of lot of deaths shortly after all these films, huh? Mm-hmm. Did the little girl die too? After Later. the third, before the, she filmed the third one and she died before it was released. Okay, my wife was telling me about it. I was they like, had, holy shit, because her hair had, did look like it was thinning in this one or something. I was like, what? She's a little girl. They had to go and reshoot some stuff uh, at the oh, end man. for the third one because she wow. had passed away. But the um, curse, this, man. Uh, I, yeah, I, there's a bunch of things. I, I've watched the E E Entertainment special uh, or watched uh, Cursed Films on uh, Shudder. Mm-hmm. They talked about it. Um, is it cursed? I don't know. I mean, it was just it was just life. I mean, the, the murder, uh, her being diagnosed for something that she didn't have. I mean, she could have still been alive today if fuck <clears throat> if she hadn't done the poltergeist. No, if if they would have diagnosed her um, properly with what what she right. had. Yeah, they 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 gave her, I guess they were treating her for something else and yeah. it, it was something totally different and that that was for for if in the third one I know we're supposed to be talking about the second one but it made her face all puffy from I guess whatever medicine she was taking and that just Yeah, you can uh, cuz I rewatched the third one and you can clearly see it in her face. Yeah. Um but this this film I mean I I, I loved what was going on in it. I had no I had no idea that uh, Will Sampson was going to be in, in it. I love that they went that route. How did he die? He died a year later. Uh, I think he had stomach. lung and heart transplant. Uh, I, I thought it was stomach. No, uh, Kane is the one that had stomach cancer. Yeah. Uh, Sampson or, had uh, some kind of transplant, and it was a very, very low expectation of, of coming through. So I think uh-huh. he died from complications from that. Yeah, man, it's a lot of weird coincidences, dude. We're having to specify mm-hmm. which of the four or five people that died right after right. this movie was over. <clears throat> but it's kind of weird. Definitely, definitely gives you the creeps a little bit. Yeah, Tangina lived. Yeah, uh, the movie was good. I liked what was happening. I mean, the effects. It's 1986, boys and girls, man. That's what, that was the best we had. Oh, dude, the effects were awesome, dude. Yeah, they weren't bad. I mean, I the effects were fucking awesome. <laughs> that last <laughs> scene was a little goofy, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, it, that's what you're getting at. Like the warlock type uh, graphics, right? <laughs> yeah. It was all... <laughs> uh, it was all practical effects. I mean, you you got to give that. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. All all the yes, work they did in it. Um, as far as the the underground scene when they were under the house and all that, that was all in a big set and it looked good. I mean, what it, it was, what yeah, it was. It the 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 bad guy, I guess, in this. I mean, Reverend Kane. He scared the shit out of me, and he's still scary today. Yeah. I mean, that scene just creeps me out. Every time he was on the screen, um, it, it just freaked me out and i just it, uh, i don't know it just it bugs it not doesn't bug me but it just fucking scares me I mean, again uh the figure i got he's on the cover of uh, anthrax's album among the living um uh, and it's i just noticed that when it, when that album first came out and i was like whoa that's reverend kane and uh, there was a lot of times they were saying no but then they finally kind of came out and said yeah it was finally admitted it. really yeah, that, that's the first I heard that they have a documentary now going on. They're, they just talked about this album. But, I mean, this whole movie was good. I loved what was going on. I think I, I liked how that 
the the spirits that were the, after her in the first one continued. Um, so I thought that was really good. Uh, Tangina, I, I liked her in the first movie. I, I loved her in this one. Uh, Will Sampson, he was a really good character. He said a lot of good things. And from what I understand, um, when they were doing this, of course he was reading the script and everything, but he kind of did his own thing. Like, well, I would have said it this way. And that's how he did. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of the things that he had said is stuff that I believe in as, as a native, a spiritual Native American, so I would. That's why I was, I was all on board well, yeah. with his character, and um, yeah, I mean, I thought the whole movie was good. I mean, it was wasn't as good as the first one, but it was a good continuation story. I mean, if you guys ever get to the third one, I enjoyed that one too, but I just thought it got a little wonky in it. I mean, nothing against Heather O'Rourke. It was just. Um, well, they were gonna uh, of that. Uh, Reverend Kane went on in the third one, but he had passed, and uh, they had to put makeup on somebody. They actually took um, uh, a live cast of um, was it Julian Beck uh, of mm-hmm. him? So that was the mask that they used oh, wow. in the third okay. one. It did. It didn't look like him, but th- that's <laughs> no, what they were didn't. saying. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember the third one too much. That's what they were either. saying. Um, but I mean, this movie was good. I mean, it was. It was a well-made film. Uh, special effects, everything in it was awesome. Uh, Heather O'Rourke and uh, what's his nuts, uh, Rob or Oliver Robbins. Um, he's going to be a Texas Framer, I think. But anyway, um, I thought he was good. Uh, the coach uh, Craig T. Nelson <laughs> and <laughs> Joe Beth Williams. It took them a lot to get them back, from what I understand, because they were like, "Nah, they they were one and done," but. Yeah. I guess they they threw big money at him and they went ah, all right so they, that's why they came back. I, I guess the uh, they couldn't throw any more money to bring him back for the third one. But well, they went I mean, so far, huh? Yeah, but overall, I really love this film. I mean, it, it's a good story. It's a good continuation of, of the Freely family, and um, yeah, I was I was happy that they didn't really go into uh, Dana or just bringing that up or just recasting. So I thought that was a good way to to just pay respect to her, or just not uh, bringing her into it. But um, the whole thing was good, man. I really enjoy this film. All right, uh, Lance, what do you think? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm use one of your quotes if if you'll allow me, if you'll if you'll give me this one kindness, Nez, and just let me say, hella good. <laughs> it's not as not as good as the first one, but it's pretty damn close for me. And as our buddy Pedro likes to say, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. But I've got I've got a I guess a little bit of a story with this one. I, I've seen it you know several times because I saw it again on HBO and stuff like that after it it originally played in the theater. But I went to see it at the theater, and I had just uh, just I'm gonna date myself here now. I had just graduated high school. So this was like my uh, end of my senior year. Went and saw this movie with some friends. Uh, snuck a little bottle in there with us. Left after this movie, we went and found a like a, a neighborhood where they were building homes. So there were all these like abandoned houses that were being built. Um, snuck in there, brought another twelve pack in there, and just fucking said, "Okay, high school's over. Onto our next phase." So, uh, of course, that's going to have something to do with my interpretation of this movie, but. 
And the effects were really, really good. I mean, I, I, I thought that it was pretty... Whatever that creature was that the worm turned into... Uh, man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was terrifying. That, that was the stuff of fucking nightmares. And yeah, Reverend Kane, I'll never forget that scene where the rain's following him around and he's standing there at the screen door. And uh, Craig T. Nelson just almost opens that door. And I th- Craig T. Nelson, I thought his acting was really good in this because yeah. I was worried he was going to be just super fucking over the top goofy at first. Because there was one scene where him and the uh, Joe Beth Williams were kind of playful, and I thought, oh, great, this is what we're in for. Um, but when he's in that scene where he's drinking the tequila and the worm, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty powerful stuff, man. Because that's real fear right there. That shit, that shit, shit that really happens. So, and then I'm kind of like, it, it made me think, well, shit, that's that ties into the movie we're going to watch in a couple of weeks. The devil made me do it. It's like it. At what point is somebody in control of themselves and and not? And I thought he portrayed that that really well. But um, yeah, no, I liked it. I I, I got a Spielberg vibe big time. I w- wouldn't be surprised if he had something to do with this. Although I'm sure it would have come out by now if he did. It was probably just more of an homage. But like the some of the scenes with um the chainsaw coming after the car and the car the, them going out the driveway real fast and the car's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, but I did, Nez. I had some. I did have questions for you, man. You kind of addressed them. But Will Sampson's character—I mean, do you think he was—he was true, or I mean, was uh, other than that horrible description, which has nothing to do with anything covered in the film? Do you think they handled it well? Yeah, as, as speaking for for myself, I mean, I thought he did a really good job because, like I said, he 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 said a lot of good things that 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 I believe in, <clears throat> and he was. I mean, because. When I think one of the reasons he took the part is because he told him, "Look, I I want to change some things," and because whoever wrote the story, uh, he read it and respectfully said, "Okay, I would have said it this way and that way." So it was good that they let him uh, take his character and make it true instead of just typical yeah. Hollywood stereotype uh, bullshit that they have for Native Americans. So I, that's what I really loved, and he. He um he really changed changed the the story, and I think that was probably the main reason I really love this because he was in it and he he was really um just straightforward and, and he he meant what he was saying in it so it was good to uh, put that type of story because there's there's a lot of this and that uh, be be dealing with Native American stuff spiritual stuff and it's a lot of stuff I'm not supposed to talk about but I what I'm talking about I can. But I mean, it w- he. I thought he did, he portrayed his character really good, and, and I'm glad that they let him uh, do what he had to do to change it. Because I know some directors, nope, this is how you're going to do it. This is the way I wrote it. Don't change it. And uh, I mean, it maybe if if it would have came to that, he probably went. Well, you know what? Then I'm uh, I'm not on board. And they probably would have got someone else that had just been a. Uh, All right, I'll do whatever you say just uh, to get the check. But I don't know. I mean, I. I respect him for for what he what he had done with the role and everything in it. Um, especially that the, there's another movie he was in that movie Orca that came out in '77. Um, oh yeah, the killer whale movie. He supposedly he, he, more deadly than Jaws, right? <laughs> I love that movie, but um, he he same thing. They let him uh, freely say stuff in that uh, as well because there was a lot of good things he was saying. In that dealing with uh, the the killer whales and everything, um, that's Seems more like a very of, spiritual, dude. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, I wish he was still with us today. But I mean, that that's why I mean, I loved what, what was going on in the sitting. What was I? 15 when I saw this um, sitting there watching it with my friends and I already know who Will Sampson was. But so I, I was really good and, and I liked what he was saying because it was a lot of the things that that I was taught uh, growing up. So I, that's why I was totally on board with his character. I'm glad he didn't just uh, read what was written and because it would have just made us look bad. <laughs> and it was cool the way he did it. Like everything that he said was very spiritual and kind of on point, And he had this wisdom about him. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he did. He wasn't like uh, overboard. I mean, there's right. some there's some actors, native actors out there that really go overboard with their characters. Um, some some natives say trying to be more native than the rest of us. But right. Um, he wasn't. I mean, I, I never met the man. But uh, from what I understand that that's the type of guy he was uh, in, in, in real life and in person. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just really love what he did with his character and, uh, the, the thing he did at the end with the truck or no, what was it? Not the truck, the car. Oh when, yeah. When he was saying, yeah, me. yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I, I've seen that before. I was like, whoa, I, I, it was cool that they put that in the movie. I was like, wow. <laughs> so that's why I was really. You got to pay the man. He saved your fucking life. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I was, shit. I was, yeah. re- some guy was like, oh man, he just said that so he can get a free ride. I said, no, I mean that, that, that was a, a lot of natives that, that saw that. They all laugh at that part because they knew the, <laughs> the truth in it. <laughs> uh, Yeah, dude, I. I haven't watched this since I was a kid, and I didn't really remember it, with the exception of a few scenes that, you know, it get burned into your brain, like the the worm and the tequila and all that. Uh, but, man, this was a fucking great movie. I loved it. Like, numerous, like a lot of times I'm watching some old movie and I'm doing shit around the house, and it's it's kind of hard to pay attention to it fully. And uh, this one, every scene that popped up, it just grabbed me and made me stop doing what I was doing. My wife stopped talking to me. She was watching it. It was, it grabbed your attention and it just pulls it in. I think I like this one better than the first one. I was very impressed. Damn, that's strong yeah. words, man. Yeah. And uh, I love the uh, I love the, the 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 medicine man aspect that came in. I always thought. See, and I know that you know there's a whole lot of talk about stereotypical Native American shit in movies, and you know, I think a lot of that happened in the Old West in the 70s and and some shit like that. Uh, but like when I was growing up watching movies, I always thought they were cool as hell. Like to the point to where I know that there's some Indian in my family. I don't know if I am or not. I haven't done the the test, but I was always really <laughs> excited about that when I was a kid because my dad told me that. So I don't know how true it is. <laughs> don't, don't do those tests, man. Just talk to your family. <laughs> yeah, you well, get a better better idea that way. My dad's side, but yeah, uh, it, I I love the fucking movie, man. I love the um uh, the the alternate like dimension of the spirit realm. And all of that stuff, and sort of leads me into the whole alien thing, you know, because that's sort of how I've heard aliens described as well, in a different realm 
that's still here. So who knows, man? Some of that shit could be real. I speaking of aliens and Native Americans, there is a strong uh bond in that. I know some yeah. Native some Native Americans don't think so, but um uh I believe in all that uh, as well. Um and it's true. I mean, I, I think from what I was told, I've never I've seen things in the sky that I couldn't explain. Was it aliens? I don't know. I, I don't want to say it was and I'm not going to say it wasn't, but probably um I there there is a strong bond between uh whatever's out there that's not from this earth uh, with uh, Native Americans cuz there's there's a lot of different creation stories uh dealing with that talking about uh the sky people. So yeah. I mean it it's 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 weird dude. Yeah dude, I know you're really deep into that. There was a book that I saw. I know you would enjoy it. I cannot remember the title of it. Um if I remember or see it again, dude, I'll I'll let you know. It's 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 crazy stuff, man. But uh, it's all too true. Uh, I know some of you are probably laughing at me, but hey. Oh no, dude. Tweet totally. his own, everyone. Especially <laughs> if it's like a Native American alien thing, I totally want to read that. Yeah. No, I just got a book on the Anunnaki. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm definitely happy with Poultry Eyes too. I'm glad that we watched this one. I didn't realize that I would like it so much. Um, Nez, what's your score on it? Um, what about Brian? That's yeah. what I was going to say. Oh, my goodness. Go? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Now. So Brian, Brian's going to give it a one. I watch. had it in my mind that I was going to ask you first, and then we got all switched around. My bad. I'm, I'm, I'm still part of the network. I'm here. Fuck me. You are the, Brian, you are the network, dude. <laughs> um, let me by first saying Chris, uh, Heather O'Rourke. I'm going to give her her roses. I'm going to give her her flowers. She was one of those kids in my life in movies because I rewatched the franchise over and over. And she was, you know, around the same age as me. And it was just crazy, you know, finding out, you know, someone close to that age to you, you know, died. And I just want to pay my respects to her. With that being said, this movie, I, it's up there. It's it's really fucking up there with the first one with me. Um, the first one was a little bit more lighthearted, I would say. A little, you I think don't, so? Yeah, no, first, compared to this Bill, one. Spielbergian, right? Yeah, compared to this one. I mean, there's so many scenes in here that terrified me as a child, and you know, we already talked about the the creature that came out of at uh, a coach after he drank the worm. Yeah, it was that a transformation that was bad. Terrified the <laughs> shit out of me. And then it's crawling away and it has no legs and it just turns at them and, and it does that smile. Yeah. I was just like, oh. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that I loved watching it today. I loved uh, Taylor, Will Sampson's character. You know, he, he was there to, to help them, but the way he helped them, he gave them the tools to help themselves. Right. And I even love the scene where uh, Robbie's being attacked by his braces and they're they're yelling for him to come help and he's not. And then they come and he coaches. I, I keep calling him coach, but he's coach. He's, okay. he's like yelling at him and he's just straight up like I was protecting her. They don't want you. They don't care about you. They want her. And I just I loved everything about this movie. Um, uh, 
the the Reverend Kane scared me as a kid, walking up singing his damn songs and you are gonna die. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! And then to come to find out that he was sick and that that's how right. he really looked at the time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh man. Um, I was thinking he was a really good actor. Like while I was watching him today, I was like. Damn, he is creepy as fuck. That dude is yeah. a good actor. I believe he passed away four months after they were done filming. Jeez. That's dedication, man. Yeah. Uh, loved everybody coming back. Um, I understand Dominique Dunn, you know, the situation. And I, as a kid, I always took it as she went and did her own thing. Because the way she played that character as in the first one of being so terrified of everything... Right. That she yeah. just wanted to be somewhere else. That's how I took it as a kid. Makes I didn't, sense. As a kid, I didn't understand that, you know, in the real life, the, the actress was murdered. I just was like, you know, she was like, fuck this. There's too much going on, which the whole family felt that because they're not even allowed to own a TV and they're living at grandma's house and loved everything. Loved the, 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 the introduction of them, the on on the mother's side being uh, clairvoyance and having having abilities i i love that whole aspect and the, the yeah. reason why they kane wants her because they believe she can take them to the light oh that makes and, sense yeah which they they play off more in the third one but yeah love everything about this movie i like that grandma brought her back yes that was fucking i awesome. love that when grandma passed she knew about it, came and gave her grandma a kiss, went back to bed, and then her grandma called her on the phone. Just say, yeah. you know, you know, be be good to your parents, be a good kid. It's a lot of a lot of nice moments in this movie. Makes you think a little more. Uh all right. My bad. So uh Nez, what's your score on this one? I'll give the first one a 10, but um, this one, I'd give it a 9. I mean, I I love it. It's nice. But it, it wasn't um, a 10 like the first film. I mean, it's it, it's an amazing movie I, for, for coming out in 1986. Um, yes, the 80s is when everyone was throwing sequels at us left and right, but um, it, it was a good sequel because sometimes not every sequel is good. So, yeah, but, most of them. <laughs> but it, it was it was a good uh, story, a good continuation story, and I was glad that they brought uh, the family back. But uh, I still enjoy the third one. I mean, but uh, mm-hmm. it was it was just uh, Heather O'Rourke in that one. So, but I don't even yeah. know if I've ever seen that third one. It's uh, Tom Skerritt and uh, Nancy Laura, Laura Flynn Boyle. Is that the one that's uh, Die Hard with a Poltergeist? Yes. And they're not. Uh, <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. The Hancock building being horrible. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Did you? Maybe I need to rewatch it. If you rewatch it as a trilogy, right. you'll enjoy it more. It does have okay. its problems, but uh, like like Nez said, you know, I also like it too. I like the effects they were doing with all the mirrors. So, but yes. I mean, it, it was goofy, yes. But um, I mean, it was what it was. I think mainly because at the end of that film they showed in memory or dedicated to Hitler O'Rourke mm-hmm. and I remember sitting in the theater going oh and even watching it now 
the the director if you watch that cursed films on uh, shutter when the director mm-hmm. talks about uh that um her when from the third one he he had such a special bond it was just sad i remember sitting there watching yeah. that crying and i was like oh my god but yeah i mean again it's goofy and everything the effects aren't the greatest but tangina comes back yeah it, it is what it they, is. they continue to do that thing throughout the movies where they're looking around and they don't see her until they like look down. They're like, oh, <laughs> Zelda or not uh, Zelda, uh, She is very short. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Lance, what do you think? Uh, I, like I say, it's. I don't think it's quite as good as the first one. I, I, God damn, that was our first show, wasn't it? That we did, Poltergeist. Yes, I cannot that remember the fucking darkness. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man oh yeah from like oh that was a great way to start the show wasn't it great way yep. to start the podcast we, we was starting out high and then we finished right? low have you guys I'm really gonna... watched that movie <laughs> Dude, it? i kind of feel like i don't need to <laughs> look rewatched it yeah the darkness yeah are you fucking kidding us or what Cause that was that was uh, Hollywood's take on Native Americans, and it was bullshit. Oh, oh yeah, that's I right. was waiting for a hell of good. I'm shit. like, what the fuck? Man? No, man, oh, I, I was sitting in the theater. Uh, it was just that was that's Hollywood. Painful, See, painful. <laughs> that was the, the no Native Americans. Uh, they didn't ask us. <laughs> it just. Obviously, t- took what they did and, and, oh, and did man. it. Nothing against yeah. Kevin Bacon, man. I, I love I know, Bacon, man. but and I, and I just rewatched Tremors, and he's so fucking good in that. But uh... <laughs> maybe the guy that did, uh, who wrote the synopsis and the trivia for for this on IMDb, he wrote that movie. <laughs> uh, that movie was fucking. That was hot garbage. And did they do garbage. an exorcism? <laughs> was it? It was, it was wet garbage. Hot wet garbage. Uh, yeah. Ouch. Gosh, yeah, I, I do remember sitting in the theater watching it. And I'm like, fuck, this is how we're going to start our show. (laughs) That's right. That was kind of funny, wasn't it? Hell can't be winners. (laughs) All right. Uh, Back to to Poltergeist 2, 8.75. 8.75. Okay, I was going to ask you if you already. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go nine and a half, man. Damn. Yeah, dude, this movie was fucking great. Like, I want to watch it again right now. We're getting near the Spider-Verse here, guys. I got to watch. Army of the Dead. I'm excited about that one. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, Brian, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to come in right behind you, pause, um, and give this a nine and a half also. All right. Yeah. Very nice. good. I think we liked it. Yeah, dude. Definitely a great fucking movie. I cannot believe how much I enjoyed it. I was very excited. And now uh, to the next one. On to the next one. Deadly Friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like what the fuck is this movie? Hey, it's Wes Craven. It's got to be BB. BB. BB Eight was in it. Yeah, BB Eight. I think I a couple da- of people got some ideas from this one. I know. I was looking for Daisy Ridley to show up, but I guess it was too early. She probably wasn't even born yet. Parents uh, were probably little his, kids, <laughs> right? After his friend is killed by her abusive father. Uh, the new kid in town attempts to save her by implanting robotic microchips into her brain. I don't <laughs> think that's a fair representation of the plot of the story. <laughs> but they get there. Yeah, it's uh, 
Man. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> director is Wes Craven, <laughs> who all our listeners know. Uh, writer is Bruce Joel Rubin, also known for Jacob's Ladder and Ghost. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It's uh, like Wes Craven was just cutting his teeth on this one. <laughs> uh, Christy Swanson said that she had probably thrown the basketball over a hundred times during the reshoot <laughs> of Phil Virus' death scene, which she was the best in the movie. She threw it a hundred times. That scene is and, amazing. At Ann Ramsey. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, Wes Mama Craven. Fatelli. <laughs> she could take it. She'll be all right. Throw mama from the train. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of, too. Yes. Uh, Wes Craven kept at me to throw it as hard as I could to indicate great speed. I must have tossed that ball a hundred times. My arm sure felt like I did. Uh, Swanson also said in an interview with Maxim Magazine in May 2000 that the fake head was stuffed with actual cow brains that the production crew picked up from a butcher shop. <laughs> so, there's that. Uh, the voice of BB, the robot, BB. was provided. BB uh, was provided by Charles Fleischer, uh, who had previously appeared in Wes Craven's earlier film, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and who would go on to voice Roger Rabbit and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow, who would really? have thought? Yeah, okay, I knew that name sounded familiar. Um, all right, so uh, Brian, we'll start with you since I skipped you last time. What'd you think about uh? What, what deadly friend? I keep, uh, I kind of like it, name, man. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. it's it's kind of all over the place because <laughs> at first it's real lighthearted. I mean, it it starts out something else, like with the with the guy breaking into the van, and yeah. and the the robot grabs him by the throat, and then the the, the music kind of comes in, kicks in, and. You think it's going to be something else, and then we get into this uh, introduction to the the main characters, and it's turns yeah, into a kind like of a evil short circuit. Yeah, it, then all of a sudden it's like a lighthearted movie, and then you get introductions to um, Chrissy Swanson and her diddler father, who is nasty and gross the entire. Even looks nasty and gross. He's like always yeah. sweaty and drunk. <laughs> and what's sad is everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Nobody does anything. It's so sad. And then um, I like the whole aspect of BB and you got the super smart kid. I mean, he's he's not even he, he meets an, a, a friend and he thinks he's going to be in high school with him. But no, he's in medical school because he's. Way above everybody and. Helping out with, you know, stuff about the brain and he's able to figure out how how the brain works if I do this and do that. And you kind of know where the, the movie's going to go after that. And right. there's some there's some nice practical effects in here. There uh, are. The, the basketball scene is fucking amazing. I might have rewound it a few times and watched it. Was it was pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> the look of the, the father when his head comes out of the, the fire. Yeah, that's pretty that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. And also the scene where he fucking comes out the damn uh, mattress in that kid's uh, dream dream scene. Yeah, that that was uh, kind of kind of gave me some uh, Nightmare on Elm Street vibes right there. And, yeah, uh, big on the dream scenes, huh? Yeah, yeah the only the only thing I'm not I didn't a fan, usually the only thing I didn't really 
didn't really go with me as good is like, okay, she gets BB's chip inserted into her brain. Right. And I get this kind of... Don't ask, right? Science, science. Okay. Neuralink. It's Neuralink. Elon Musk, dude. That's exactly what he's doing. So this kid was ahead of his time then. Yes. Elon's going to be the end of us. Probably. Um, Oh, in Musk we trust. In Musk we trust, guys. Come on. Okay. I I get that. You know, it's her, her consciousness and the chip. That's BB kind of fighting back and forth on who to be the the person in the body. <clears throat> but how is she seeing the way the robot sees? She still has regular eyes and stuff like that. I didn't understand. I didn't understand how she how she had super strength. And she walks around with her uh-huh. hands like Spock. Yeah, I was about to say she's doing the Vulcan <laughs> salute everywhere she went. Because right? she had her hands were claws like BB. <laughs> I finally figured that out about, about <laughs> fucking 80% into the movie. You didn't like it when she was movie, running yes. at the sheriff with the claw hands? Oh, man. <laughs> Slow-mo? Well, it took... it took. I mean, I do like the pacing of it, but it took like half the movie before you even got into her being the monster, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you had to set up the fucking... The, the diddler father, the fucking... I'm assuming that guy's in high school, the bully... The, the guy, the, the street oh, the tough on the motorcycles tough, huh? that, that looked yeah. like he was fucking 35 years old. That was uh, that was Scott Crawford from the Friday Nightmares podcast. I understand he was a, a motorcycle, <laughs> like a leather jacket wearing rebel back in the high school days for his prom. So that oh, must have been him. And probably a bully. The, shout out to the smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I, I had fun with it. I took it for what it was worth. You know, I mean, if uh, he's trying to fucking bring his friend back with a robot chip in her brain. I mean, you can't really take a deep dive into a scenario <laughs> yeah. like that. What do you attach so, the chip to? You just fucking put it into the, the brain and put a little well, gum around it? Or what do you do? Well, he you saw in the earlier scene, he was able to hit certain nerves of the of the brain while it was dead to, to move the limbs. So he, he so did... Maybe- he did Maybe science, Lance. Attach some wires to it or something, huh? He did science. Okay, you science. explained it. I buy he it had, now. Thanks, Brian. He had tools and instruments. And are you chips. a science denier, Lance? <laughs> he had the tools I, and the I talent. Believe, I believe. Yeah. I believe, Brian. I believe. And and with I the believe. help of his friend's father's uh, set of keys, he had the the facility. So to it it had to work, and it did until but, she started murdering everybody. Put a, well, put yeah, a, that's problem. Put a half a put a half an ounce of some kind of sleeping agent in his mom's coffee. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> the first time I saw this, I thought he killed his mom. Yeah, yeah. It looked that way, didn't it? I thought it was cocaine at first. I thought maybe he was putting it in his coffee so he could stay awake all night and do the surgery or or whatever. <laughs> of course, you did. <laughs> But overall, I had fun. This, this knowing that this came from Wes Craven and this was way different than anything he's done before. I, I think that just kind of added to the fun because if you go back to listen to Thirty One Days over on E Society, there's a certain Wes Craven film that I'm not too fond of, <laughs> which a lot of people consider is classic, right? So. Was that I before or after this one? 
uh, the, that that one had to have been before this one. So <laughs> I enjoyed this one a lot more. All right. Uh, Nez, what did you think? Oh, I fucking love this movie. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a ten. Uh, it looked good. That movie was before this one. Uh, what movie fine. is it now? <laughs> Deadly uh, Blessing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he did that one uh, uh, right before he did Swamp Thing. Awesome movie. I don't care what anyone says. But um, it did. Shout, it's goofy. shout out to Adrian Barbo. Yeah. Uh, it, it was what it was. I mean, of course, the practical effects is is, is an awesome. Was awesome. Everything. I was never really a Christy Swanson fan, um, but um, yeah, she is the original Buffy. Uh, but I mean, it was what it was. I mean, um, Albert from Little House on the Prairie. He was he, a scientist. <laughs> he's a scientist. Uh, her dad, uh, or yeah, Harry Pringle. That was he was in Tremors. <laughs> so. Um, but I mean, it, the movie he was sure goofy. the fuck was. Yeah, <laughs> second time we mentioned Tremors tonight. The, the movie, the movie was goofy for what it was. I mean, there's, but you, it's the eighties, mid eighties. Everyone, you just gotta yeah, accept true. it. Um, but if it wasn't for all the the practical effects, I mean, I would have just this movie's dumb, but. <laughs> It was just can't a good say movie. That. I mean, look at that awesome theme music that popped up at the end credits for BB. BB. Oh yeah. BB. 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 I mean this this movie. I mean it it it's it screams eighties. I mean yeah. everything about it. Oh, that's why. Okay. That's why I, I love it. I mean I mean just everything the the mm-hmm. the clothing the hair the music. Sure. I mean just. Uh, everything they did in it. I mean, uh, Matthew, whatever, however, okay. say his last name, Albert from Little House. I don't even remember anything else he's been in. I mean, movie wise. I mean, I know he did some TV shows, but this one, I mean, it, it was what it was. I mean, yeah, the him being able to just put in the chip into her brain, and then all hell breaks loose. I mean, I got, I got, I got a question at the end. Um. The very very ending when when Albert goes to to find her again. Albert, I'm uh-huh. sorry, uh, Paul. I know. I think that, I know where you're going. So here. This is Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, well, was that real or was that a dream? That's- I would love to think that was a dream, and somehow she became fucking robotic underneath the skin. Yeah, because I was going, hey, wait I'm a gonna, minute, when did that ass- happen? I'm going to assume it was a it was a dream because that yeah. would have made the third dream sequence in the fucking movie. No shit. <laughs> The one that scared uh, me is when uh, maybe the whole maybe the whole movie was a dream. Maybe it was a dream within a dream. By your yeah. tone, Lance, I don't think you like dreams. dreams <laughs> I don't sequences. care. I definitely don't care for dream sequences, dude. That that took me out a little bit. It always does. Almost always. How's how do you feel about flashbacks? It's okay. I mean, if it it helps tell the story, the story doesn't necessarily have to be linear. I just don't like the fake out. You know what I mean? Like something really crazy starts happening, and then it's like, okay, that's a little too crazy. I think give we're me, in a dream sequence. Sure give me enough, flashbacks as long as somebody goes. That's right. Well, yeah, that's true because dream sequences are almost always fake outs, which. It does yeah, seem kind of cheap only, now that you think about it. That's my only problem with it. Yeah. 
I mean, but I mean, overall, I mean, it was or what? Everybody in it. I mean, yeah. I mean, they did what they were supposed to do, and they did it. Um, I think the only one really, Christy Swanson, she's still kind of in the spotlight, but. I mean, everyone else, I haven't ish, seen ish. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen much of anyone else. Um, I know oh, she was... A, the last thing I saw her on was Dancing with the Stars. Oh, when, wow. uh, oh Lord. I guess she was seeing her uh, her partner, the dancer, and um, let's just say he choked her in the shower and not with his hands. But... Um, <laughs> 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 Um, but uh, I mean, the movie was, was what like, it was. Wait, how? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he came out and said it. But, uh, but, <laughs> he was on Howard Stern, and uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> she's she's a generous girlfriend. She's a generous girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it I'm was look, cool. I'm looking man. this up, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> it was cool. I like like the movie. <laughs> I mean, this this was one. I mean, we when we went and seen it, we we're like, okay, cool, another uh, Wes Craven horror movie. So we we're like, all right, let's go. And then we just laughed through the whole movie. But I mean, it it was cool. It was it, it just reminds me of a good time. But rewatching it again, I mean, I just I had nothing but a big smile on my face every time. Every time someone got killed, and just as, as the movie went on, I just thought it was it, it was a good it was a good movie, a good eighty eighty six film. But I uh, I love it. I wish we would get a uh, a U.S. Uh, version of it on Blu-ray because the only one I know is that one that's in Spain. But um, yeah, uh, uh, Mrs. Fatelli, Mama Fatelli, um, she's always that same character. She's always, always. the the bitchy neighbor or grumpy old lady so but she was she was good and uh yeah the basketball scene i mean that's the scene that everyone talks about but i mean there was other good kills in this i loved it when she threw uh was it tom was that his name it was either tom carl one of them when she threw him uh, on on the police uh car i thought that was cool that was funny uh her dad uh the little pervert guy and <clears throat> I, I kind of didn't like how she, when she got slapped and fell down the stairs. I, I don't know. That wasn't that wasn't a little, believable. A little, uh, disturbing, right? Yeah, but I mean, because what she she didn't die. She they they said she was gonna well she was gonna yeah. die when they were gonna take her off life support. She was brain dead. Yeah. So, but um, you know, like kinda, when she at the end when she fell down the stairs and she was twitching. <laughs> I, didn't sell I, it to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have. I wish they would have showed uh, Albert. Um, Albert Paul. I wish they would have showed him at least show how he put the chip in. I mean, a little more, but um, I mean, it was what it was. the only thing that really bugged me about this film. I mean, I love it from beginning to end, but uh, her vision of everyone, how how it was all pixelated, like how, yeah, how robots. What, what was the reason for that? I, she didn't. She didn't have robotic eyes. Exactly, but, but you just gotta take it for what it was. It was, it was goofy. I, I did like the design of BB uh, when it was just the yellow. Kind of reminded me of one of those robots in um, what the hell's that one? The Mystery robot. Science, oh, Mystery I, Science I, Theater three thousand okay, or whatever. You. Oh yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. With a little bit of Bumblebee. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but 
Uh, BB was a cool little character. I mean, the 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 regular robot BB, and went, once it got in Samantha. But I mean, the movie was what it is. It's a it's good time. Bad. I mean, just sit there and watch it with your friends. I mean, light one up, power power a few brews, and just <laughs> enjoy it for what it is. I mean, it's it's just eighties cheese, and and I love it. Mm-hmm. I like how all the the robots from like the eighties movies and stuff, like. The, they can do robotic things and have a totally sentient mind of their own, but they right? can't talk. Yeah, that's <laughs> baby. Yeah, yeah. can Robocop, Robocop talk to so did Terminator? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. And they sounded goofy, right? I mean, we got we talk to computers all fucking day right now. There are mm-hmm. robots talk, and they don't walk around yet. Or maybe they do. Mm-hmm. They deliver your food. I've seen yeah. those things. <laughs> a robot that delivers your food. Yeah, I saw one in in uh, Berkeley one time. I didn't know what it was. I thought somebody was walking behind it with a remote control, and I was like, "What is that?" And I said, "Oh, those are things that deliver food." What? I was like, "What?" Yeah, they're they're out there. So God, get ready, Sky, Skynet's about to take over everyone. That's how they get you out the house. <laughs> and when you come get your food, they take you out. <laughs> We've got like every single end of the world scenario that could possibly happen is they're all converging. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, I, uh, Lance, did you? I didn't ask you yet. Well, no. You know what? I don't have anything to really add. I mean, I, you guys have pretty much said it all. I'm, I'm with Brian. I, I liked it a hell of a lot more than I probably should have for the quality of the script and everything. But fuck, it wow. was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Wow, that surprises me a little bit. I figured you'd have shit all over this one. <laughs> no, I had, I had fun. I was, I had fun I was in prepared. This one. Might, be nostal- might all be nostalgia, remember. I was feeling my oats in those years. I was lacing my gloves up. Ready. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is the first time I've seen this one. Um, super generic name of the movie. Uh, like it, I, I've read it 27 times. I still can't remember what the fuck it's called. Um, but (laughs) it was kind of fun. I liked the whole short circuit thing they had going on in the beginning. Um, that was, uh, that was kind of cool. I was expecting something because I didn't know anything about it. And so I was expecting something to happen with that. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be like an evil robot movie. Right. And then he seems like kind of a cool robot, except when douchebags are around (laughs) and then he goes crazy. And I'm like. All right, well, he, robot revenge movie. I can deal with that. He had murderous. BB had murderous tendencies. Yes, he did. Because he wanted to squish that guy's nuts. <laughs> but oh, I, the guy kind of had, you know, he kind of had it coming. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, when a thirty-five-year-old high school student is trying to yeah fight fight your friend, like I play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? Um, <laughs> I and uh, but then. <laughs> It went into the putting the chip in the brain thing. It sort of took a weird left turn. I kind of like the story, though. I think it was fun. I thought they could have I thought they should have done more with her as the like robot thing or maybe something different like that. That piece of the movie seems like it should have been been rewritten, Um, except the smashing the head with the basketball was the funniest fucking kill I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that shit was like she's still walking around with no head. 
<laughs> blood squirting out everywhere. It was fantastic. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Uh, my ten year old was, was was in there watching Uh-oh. with me, and we both just died laughing when it happened. <laughs> did, did your ten year old didn't think it was real? No, <laughs> no. At the end of the movie, he was like, "Dad." That was kind of a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. But it was fun. <laughs> so there's that. This goes in the uh, Jaws the Revenge kind of category for me, I guess. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. <laughs> Mostly because of that basketball kill. That saved the movie. Oh, that saved the whole movie, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, all right, Brian, what's your score on this one? I think I'm going to go seven and a half. I, the the story is what it is, but I, I just, I had a lot of fun with the characters with the BB awesome ending song, (laughs) but we can't play music no more. Um, uh, the, the, the practical effects to some of the kills I thought were pretty fucking good the basketball scene when it happens i throw my hands in the air and say yes every time i see it <laughs> I throw my uh, hands up <laughs> but i will say the weakest kill was the bully because he got thrown on the windshield of a car somehow oh he yeah he got yeah off. he got True. off easy didn't he that was funny <laughs> i like that scene <laughs> i mean it looked funny the way he left when she threw him because clearly that wasn't her throwing him, but <laughs> just the fact he landed on a windshield and he was dead, I just uh, and I wanted to see fun. something. I wanted to see something happen to the to the the one friend who went obviously snitched on him. Yeah, oh, I want to see. I can't take this anymore for the dad. Yeah, like they should have gone more graphic on that one. Yeah, the neck snap and you set his yeah. head on fire. Maybe you set his head on fire while he's alive would have been right. a lot better. But There you go. But he's a diddler and he got what he deserved. So, on that, I, matter of fact, I'm going to give it a 7, <laughs> 7.5. Oh, man. You talked yourself into it. Yeah. 7.5. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, what would you think? Oh, this one, this is a 10, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm, yes. I'm sitting there watching all the, the kill scenes. <laughs> Just forgot to talk about the scene when uh, Mama threw from the train killed BB with a double barrel shotgun. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. <laughs> I, about that. I love the, the see how uh, Albert and uh, some Albert, I mean, Paul and Samantha, I mean, just the. The awesome acting of, of of Paul just like ah like crying screaming. <laughs> I felt I, mean, I felt bad when they yeah. when that fucking robot got shot. Yeah, I mean you you gotta feel for. Him. I mean he was this struggling little scientist that created a, a cool little robot and mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and, he and that's black. when I knew that bitch is dead. I like that. I like that Mama Fratelli's so crazy that everybody right? just accepts it. Like yeah. the paper boy, even though she's got a shotgun uh, right there, the again. paper boy. Just to remind you, uh, payday's tomorrow and I'll be around. Right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is it just like the 
the norm for grumpy neighbors to have double barrel shotguns? I mean, yes. it's <laughs> in the eighties. Yes. Yeah, she's a little exceptional. She's with, like the. Uh, God damn it! Never mind. Keep going. With, I, I, with I forgot the, the name of everything I was going to say. She has the loudest home alarm system ever. Yeah. For I don't know why. I didn't see anything. Yeah, she's paranoid, Brian. Of what? Everything. Everybody. That's why she keeps a big fucking gate around her house. Boo Radley. Maybe she knew about the robots coming. (laughs) Robot uprising. I mean, but uh, the the movie, again, the movie, it is what it is. It's just uh, good 80s uh, Wes Craven. Speaking on that, why could he he just rebuild BB? That's what I was waiting on. If he's so smart, he was going to do. Well, he probably was, but then uh, Samantha was in the hospital, and he was uh, well, wasn't really. They, he wanted to choke her in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did share that kiss on Thanksgiving, but uh, oh, I mean, uh, he, he's, he's, what he's did a young scientist, like? <laughs> young scientist in love, man. I mean, what, I mean uh, love will make you do crazy like, things, boys and girls. Boy. But, like, <laughs> Choke somebody with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this movie. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Lance, what do you think? Seven. Seven. Nice. Wow, dude. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm going to give it, a, I'll movie. give it a six and a half. I think that's the same right. score I gave Joss the Revenge. <laughs> oh, that's it, funny. I didn't give Joss the Revenge seven. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Uh, but uh, it, and I like this one. A lot of it is ridiculous. It's yeah. it's still a lot of fun though. It's definitely eighties. This is a just you really want some throwback eighties retro shit. That's this. Go watch it. <laughs> all right. So I guess we all recommend it. Um, yeah. What what shows do we have coming up, uh, guys? Uh, let's see. Action Returns. We still got to do the Tom Clancy Without Remorse film on Amazon Prime. You guys uh, are not doing the Jason Statham? Written, written by Taylor Sheridan, Brian. Uh, yeah, ter- Taylor Sheridan. And uh, I got, I got to see. I got to see what my schedule is to get to the theater. Yeah. Uh, THR presents Stream Fiends. We're doing 1992's uh, Gladiator. The underground boxing movie with uh oh not <laughs> okay oh, gotcha. I thought you meant the not that one okay the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. and uh, was it Brian Brian Dennehy vaguely remember that yeah me too <laughs> and that guy from A Few Good Men <laughs> yeah that guy yeah what well, yeah tune in to hear my thoughts on his acting. <laughs> and our next uh, shit I probably should have pulled up our next bonus episode uh, THR ESP bonus episode uh, The Curse of the Blind Dead that's going to be great <laughs> That's gonna be and great. you can hear the latest episode of The Wrestling Returns right now yes you can alright as always Fucking we want to think zombies showed up Fucking zombies zombie showed fucking up. Fucking zombies showed up. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Uh, okay. I guess we're intrigued. <laughs> Philip, any idea? No, man. I have no idea, but I All definitely right. am willing to watch it now. 
apparently there's a couple of wrestlers that are dead now because fucking zombies showed up. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> okay. Maybe WWE pay per view sponsored by Army of the Dead. That's so. what I was about to say. Oh, nice. Okay. Now it all comes together. All right. And I'll just put it this way Batista had came out and said he had nothing to do with this storyline. Oh, I'm sure. Nothing. <laughs> all right. Uh, I I don't watch wrestling, but I might listen to listen to the the podcast on that one. I think I need. Or maybe to I will it. watch it. Fuck. Is it uh, out just, there? Just, or do I have to get the WWE Network? Everything's well, out there. I'll give you a little taste. Look in the messages. <laughs> okay, I'll check it. <laughs> Look at it right now. What do we got? All right. Oh, come on, man. That looks so fucking cheesy. And zombie <laughs> Elvis, really? <laughs> wow. He's battling the Miz. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, it's been a good one. Um, <laughs> it's, it went a little longer than I thought, but I knew a new deadly friend was going to generate some talk so as always we want to thank you guys for all listening to another episode of the horror returns we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas you can reach us at the horror returns at gmail.com um we're out there so go look for us but philip where are we at on getting the website now that we own the domain name uh i'll get on it we'll see <laughs> if we can get that straightened out we got a few yeah. things that we're working on in the pipe yeah, and we were supposed to do the animated uh, videos and sit. <laughs> what happened to that? Oh, Philip, I'll shoot you this video from YouTube. Uh, Hentai? YouTube. No, not that video. <laughs> uh, a YouTube creator posted a video last night of something he thought was disturbing that mm -hmm. can happen to you as a content creator. Uh-oh. He had a video that was flagged years ago. Uh-huh. And they made it. They they made it so you couldn't watch it, and he noticed it was still in his media manager, but he wanted access to it so he could download it for personal reasons. So the only way he can do that is to send a uh, what do you call it, Lance? Uh, dispute. Uh -huh. Ah, yes, we've we're and very he, familiar with those yes. right now. He told him he just wanted access to it so he can download it. Then you can take it down forever. I don't care. And no response. And he just went ahead and deleted it completely out of his media manager. Six hours later, he got an email saying that he's been flagged for huh. the content. He okay. emailed them saying, how can I be flagged for the content if you've never seen it? And I completely deleted it. They said, you can be flagged now for content that is deleted. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Yes. All right. No, well. YouTube is definitely... Uh... Very 1940s German. -esque. Yep. So, <laughs> what anybody, are you saying, Philip? <laughs> if anybody, if anybody is a content creator on YouTube, be very careful because I know there's a lot of people that make a living oh, off of YouTube. Yeah. They can oh, shut down your yeah. shit for something that. Them all. Yeah, they can shut down your channel for something that you thought wasn't a oh. problem because you deleted it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll always so, have our website. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're independent, folks. So we have our own, make our own shit, say whatever the fuck we want to say, right? Exactly. Okay. And Somebody we're going to get platform. into some trouble on YouTube for fucking sure. So uh, they could, quickly. Yeah, quickly, man. They could flag you. Like, just say you were filming something in a, right. I don't know, in a mall or whatever, and you, and there was background music, that the mall music, and they they can flag you for that. I mean, they, that doesn't it, surprise me. It's crazy. 
oh, they can pick 16 parts in every fucking show that we do to really flag us if they wanted to. But oh, easy. <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? And hey, maybe that's what happened to Bede on the commentary for uh, fucking uh, John Travolta movie that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> oh, you know the name. That's All definitely right. one you got to right. tiptoe around on YouTube. <laughs> hey, here's two, here's two good ones, though, guys. Uh, next week, it's back to the theater, or at least we hope this is going to be a good one. A Quiet Place Part 2. And then we're also going to check out, there you go, Tremors. So, uh, nice. Naz, until the horror returns again. Good night.